Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a episode 443 guess what month is Sep- what? september september it's actually labor day weekend yeah no happy right. labor day yeah right. so is we this going up that. on monday anyway yeah, yeah okay monday september 5th labor day y'all that have to work gonna need something to listen to and we oh. deliver guess what his name is what's his name you will never guess it john no. No. His name is Rabbit. Oh my god. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, we were we were having a Winnie the Pooh conversation before the show and nobody could remember the rabbit's name because apparently we're mentally deficient. Yeah. His name's I Rabbit. Can... <laughs> uh, the, the, no, John and I were having that Twitter conversation because I, I, I forgot that do you remember that Splatterhouse that they did a few years back? Yeah. The the mask that talks to you in that game is voiced by fucking Winnie the Pooh. He was the main villain of uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh my god. Yeah. So when he's like talking about destruction and ending the world, it's you could totally hear Winnie the Pooh in there did somewhere. You, did you play that Splatterhouse game? No. He talks about like, like, oh my god, like every nasty thing you can think of. Does he curse? Oh god, yeah. Constantly. That's awesome. You should you should watch some videos of that game. You shouldn't play it. I was about to say, it. I shouldn't play it. No, you shouldn't play it. It's not a yeah. great game, but you should totally watch some videos of that, because that mask is, like, just pure evil. It's hilarious. Anyway, this is the first episode of September. It's almost time for the shit to hit the fan. But with us this shit. week... Yeah, there's shit, shit, you say. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's shit... The goal to hit the fan, baby. Hey, he's coming. Uh, Drew's here with us. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> we have John. Howdy. I thought you were going to do the names like, hey, my name's John. No. Okay. And we have Jay. Bonjour, now. That's right. That's right. The video games, man. There's a lot. Of... Oh, somebody just turned on their Xbox One. <laughs> Sorry. You should turn that off. That's annoying. No, I like it. It means I've it means I've definitely hit the power button. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that noise. I turn it off. I don't mind it. Oh, you'll be able to change it soon. Well, no, you can turn it off now. It's already there. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And now I'm keeping it on. Fuck you. No, I'm turning mine off. I turn mine off. That's... I know it's on. It's there. I don't have to look for it. You know how I know it's on? Because there's a fucking picture on my screen that says Xbox One. Yeah, but I might be in the process of changing my source on the on the TV. Okay, I don't. Uh, never mind. Never 
mind. Look, okay, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. I always feel like a nut, Drew. Then you'll like Almond Joyce. No, I don't. I really don't. I do like Mr. Peanut, though. So. Whatever. Video games. We played them. Yeah. Drew, you want to talk about some video games? Sure. Uh, I can talk about a game. Okay, that thanks. I, I, I reviewed. <laughs> That's a crack and start. Oh, good. Um, this, I, I played a game from 2005. Wow. Oh, are we going to talk about this? We're going to talk about Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil. Oh. oh, man, the hot new release. Yeah. Hot, the hot new release. Can anybody explain yeah. to me why that's the only Resident Evil that is not capitalized in its title, like official title? You know what? That's a good question because I found that weird. Yeah, like it, like my OCD kicks in when I look at those games in my library and that one's not capitalized. It really bothers like, me. Well, how, how is it not capitalized? Like the whole, the whole entire thing? The entire like, thing. It's all lowercase. It's all lowercase. Yep. But wasn't it capitalized on the case of the no. original release? Nope. It's always nope. been uh, lowercase. Okay. I, I well, there you go, then. I think it's to emphasize the gigantic four in the front, apparently. Well, yeah. Yeah, right? probably. Yeah. Man, the four is huge. The thing that gets me, though, is that there's always the guy when you hit the start button. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. And he, he says four. But went from five on... He doesn't say the number anymore. Nope, they just say Resident Evil. Yep. Yeah. Even point. they stopped. Even they stopped counting after four. Yeah. Only did they? Did they say it in Resident Evil three? Three for the, three, the number three. Oh my god! It's been I, so long I, I, I played I that think game. so. I think so. I don't think he said Nemesis though. He may have said Resident Evil three Nemesis. I'm gonna boot up Resident Evil three right now. You guys go ahead. Resident okay. Evil three Nemesis is the only Resident Evil numbered Resident Evil with a subtitle, isn't it? Oh yeah, you're right. No, Code Veronica. No, that's not oh, numbered. You... Oh yeah, it's not. Yeah, it numbered. doesn't have a number. Yeah, you're right. That is, that's crazy. And and of course, Resident Evil three is the bastard of that series. I don't know. I'd say Code Veronica. Is... No, no, no. The numbered series. Oh, well, the numbered ones. And I'm going to be real frank. A lot of people hate Code Veronica. I like that game. I I absolutely love Code Veronica. Yeah. I, I was not that big of a fan of 3 for some reason. I just didn't like it. I like 3. But, I, I'm trying to think if there's a Resident Evil that I don't have a fond memory of, at least the numbered ones. I, I can't think I mean, of one. I don't like 6 that I much. I know you don't like 6. I like 6. I really like 6. I even, is, I even played the Gun Survivor, like the second one, and I thought that was fine. Like I didn't hate it. I don't think I've ever hated a Resident Evil game. Well, hate is a strong word. I don't. I don't think I could put that to hard six, even though I didn't like it. That what about much. that newest one that came out? Umbrella Core. Yeah. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's very good. Did they have Resident Evil on the title? No, I think it's just it's called Umbrella, Umbrella Core. Right? Core. Yeah, yeah, really? So it's not. It's not a main game. Yeah, I, I think that. it's just called Umbrella Core. Well, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City is a real game. I like. Oh that yeah, game. I don't like that game. I like that I, game a lot. <laughs> man, we played the living shit out of that game. I beat that game three times. I like that game. <laughs> yeah, and all the DLC. Yeah, I bought all the DLC. It was good. God damn. I maxed out three characters in that game. I like that game. It's so <laughs> stupid that I like that game because it's not a good game. No, but I for some reason co-op in that sense. In the Resident Evil, like you're running through Raccoon City, yeah. you know, with the zombies and, and shit. And I was like, this is so good. This is so. I don't know. There's something about it. I love that game. Yeah, yeah. 
Co-op can make a bad game like tolerable or even like decent. It's weird. I had great the, uh, memories of that game. We had a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, dude, we fought that nemesis. It took us an hour and a fucking half. Yeah, and then we realized how to do it, and we could do it in like twenty minutes. Yep. And then my girlfriend snuck up on me while I was doing it and scared the living shit out of me. I remember that. That was fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I play Resident Evil Four. I don't think that game holds up as well as it, I thought it did. Do you think it's the controls? Is it like because I noticed when I played it? Because I only played up to the when you get to the village and like everybody runs away. Yeah, I played more than that. Um, I think it, part of it is the controls. I and I don't and I'm not going to say because you don't you can't move and shoot at the same time. No, I don't no, give no. I don't give a shit about that. That, that don't fact, bother me. The fact that all movement, including turning. Left is designated stick. to the left stick. Yeah. If if I could turn while moving forward using the right stick and left stick simultaneously, I don't think I'd have a problem with that. But it just feels so clunky to basically stop moving and then turn and then start moving again. So it's it's like Sudai tank controls. It's really weird. I think it was still tank controls technically. It was just a different perspective. You're just not holding down a button to run kind of thing. Yeah, it's... It's weird, and it's the only game like that. Like five yeah. is a little like that, but they kind of tweaked it. Well, five you can still you can move with the. Okay. Nope. Just Resident nope. Evil, right? Just Resident Evil Home Three. Yeah, that's for Nemesis. Oh, huh. interesting. Okay. Neato. But um, I don't know. Like, yeah, the controls are just. Whew. And why put the the look around on the right stick because it's useless like it's, it's so it, yeah. useless it's useless you're not going to get to be able to see pretty much anything um i don't i don't know if that game looks as good as i remember it either well that yeah. game is also whew, those textures game? man well yeah that was on the gamecube and the ps2 yeah, it's an 11 year old game that's been high res like multiple times. It's uh, there's yeah, only that, so far so much you can do. What is that like a, the 11th port of that game? There's a lot. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of different ones. Well, you know what? We got time. It was on GameCube, PS2, the Wii, PC, Xbox, PC, Xbox 360, PS3. It was on PC, PC twice. PC again. Yeah, yeah PC again. Xbox One and PS4. X, yeah, Xbox One and PS4. What's it's it? also on iOS and yeah, Android. That's right. Zebo. What the fuck is Zebo? Um, that's my alien friend. Yeah. He, uh, he gave me lots okay. of cool Zebo things. Okay, Zebo is a 3G enabled entertainment educational education system from Zebo Incorporated. Sure. It enables users to play video games and also connect to the internet, communicate online, and run educational applications. Why? Why is Resident Evil Four an educational application? To get you prepared for the zombie apocalypse. Because isn't it considered one of the best games ever made? Like, that's educational, right? That's like history. Yeah. Yeah, you're right on the money, man. That's 11 platforms that this game has been on. That's bonkers. 11 years ago, 11 platforms. That's cool. Next year, there's going to be a new platform, and it's going to be on that, too. There's no more more platforms. I swear, I've played played this game. I I think I've beat this game at least 10 times. Yeah. Because... I maxed out the GameCube version. I got all the costumes and stuff like that. Costumes. Goddamn costumes. Goddamn costumes. Um, and then I bought the PS2 version because, hey, it had extra shit. And I played it. And I beat the Wii version. 
I played through the Wii version. And I got about halfway through the 360 version. And I'd say I'm a little bit less than halfway through the Xbox One version. It's not a long so. game. It's no. No, it's only about 10 hours. Um, it's still tense as shit, though. That game is still pretty creepy in some sense. Like when, and it, and it's all, it's not about something scary is happening. It's all about just tension. You know, you're, you can't really see very well. You don't have a very good viewpoint. And then when somebody sneaks up behind you and you like, you know, you know how you're aiming and you're shooting guys and all of a sudden you see something kind of like clip through Leon for a second. Like, oh shit, something behind me. <laughs> yeah, because that perspective, you don't see it. <laughs> yeah, it's and that scares the living crap out of me. And the sound is still fantastic. That Dude, fucking music. No matter, no matter how many times I get to the part with the fucking regenerator, like the sounds that they make as yeah, they're it, creeping up on you that like... Like the breathing sound with like a little crackling, yeah. It's, it's like dead silent except for that, and it's like resonating through like the whole hallway. Like the sound design in that game was immaculate. Oh god, those things are so creepy. Yeah, they just fucking these walk slowly towards you, but then when they get close, they can they can like do that like fucking like jump ability thing, and it's just oh, oh those things are terrifying. Still, I, they haven't topped that enemy as far as how scary it is from a Resident Evil perspective. I think. Those are pretty scary. I've always think the hunters are really scary because they're so quiet. They can also uh, kill you in one hit. This is true. Yeah, that fucking jump slash take your head off ability thing. That's yeah, head goes nasty. rolling across the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I played Resident Evil Four. Uh, wrote my review of that. It's Resident Evil Four. <laughs> my thing is, is that if you own the 360 or PS3 version, you already own this game. The difference is it's now on the new system. It's the exact same game. How much uh, are they charging for? $20. The same as it's always been. That's that's weird to me because, like, you can get, like, the PS3 or 360 version of that game for something like $9.99 or... It's been on sale so many times, but I think... So when they put out, like, the same game on a different platform and they charge the, the full price as it was new... During uh, the really release, it's just like. Mm, well, uh, it's, that game's been on eleven platforms. It's obviously still selling. So I mean, if you could sell yeah. me the same hamburger fourteen times, and you were a businessman, wouldn't you sell me the same hamburger fourteen times? Yeah, but food is sustenance. Uh, entertainment is different in that way. That's and right. Especially if, if you're taking it, taking it in once, you know. Because yeah. it's kind of like you don't take a shit, and then they don't try to resell you the shit that you already took, right? You already well, digested it. Oh, it's, come it's on, no, You're not comparing well, the entertainment to taking a poop. I was going to say, have you tried a McDonald's? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think, I think Chipotle, Chipotle would have been a better, uh, better comparison. <laughs> well, we don't have, <laughs> we don't have those over there. there. Well, then you just, you, don't have you, just have, you just have blood in your poo. That's yeah. <laughs> I've never had Chipotle. Really? It's, it's not bad, but they've been going downhill a lot because of a lot of reports of... Uh, uh, like some issues they had with the quality of their food. And Bad practices. Oh, I'm, I'm owned by McDonald's as well. The uh, you've never had proper you've never had proper diarrhea unless you've had Chipotle. Mm. <laughs> oh Christ! I don't know. I've I've had some pretty good Taco Bell diarrhea. You have not had proper diarrhea unless you've had Chipotle. Just okay. Oh, you, you never saw that South Park episode? 
Yeah, that's a good episode. <laughs> that's a good episode, man. But they did an episode on Chipotle. Yeah, you gotta take Chipotle shits. I must have forget. I must have missed that season or something. Oh man, that was a good episode. Like Cartman, just he was like, "I'm shitting blood." They're like, "Why do you keep eating it?" He's like, "Cause it's Chipotle. It's good, <laughs> but it, it makes you shit blood. But it's good. But it's good." Uh, oh man, that's, that's about to start up soon. I'm excited. Yeah, yes, too. that last season was excellent, by the way. Oh, so God, far, yeah. The, the that continuous story, like running through the whole entire season, was unprecedented for South Park. PC yeah. principal. Yeah, I'm yeah. crush some pussy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, what else? What else going on besides Resident Evil? Um, let's see here. What else have I played? I played Rogue Galaxy. I'm playing yeah. some more of that. Nice. Um, Tell me about it. That game's difficult. Uh, yeah, the older older RPGs tend to be a little bit more difficult than the modern ones. That that shit, man. Like you have to set up like tactics and stuff, and the tactics you can do is like everybody fight a different person, everybody target one guy, or what they call go all out, which means no holes barred. Just use every item in your inventory, do everything you can, and you have to kind of set it to that for a lot of fights because. These people don't know how to take care of themselves. Yep. My party members are idiots. But it does have a lot of charm to it. It, I mean, that game is totally like... It reminds me of Star Wars so much. Just how much... Like, like just like just the random stuff. Like how the, you know, the talking robot. And then there's like the the Scottish alien guy. And it's 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 great. That's a, That's a really good game. Yeah, the I think the thing that sticks out for that game in particular is because how well level five did uh, with the art design, with the cell shading, and everything. That yeah. game still looks good to this oh, day. Oh yeah, which is oh, amazing. Absolutely. That's an old yeah. game. But um, yeah, um, playing that. Uh, I had a couple other review games. Um, you gonna try to you gonna try to pronounce that one? You can't talk nope. about it, but you gonna try to pronounce it? No, nope, you can you can you can pronounce it. I gotta try to say it in new releases. Okay. Um, I'm playing that. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Drew. That 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 was very important for you to tell us that you're playing that. I'm playing a shoot. It's a shoot 'em up fighting game. Pronounce it. Pronounce the title. Try it, dude. I, I don't. I don't even know what the title is. It is Tohu Jinso Rondo Bullet Ballet. To it's Toho. So is it Toho? Right? Yeah, I believe well, it's so. T O U H O U. I didn't know how they pronounced it. Yeah, I think it's Toho. 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 That's funny. Toho. That's funnier than Toho. <laughs> 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 wow. Jinso Rondo was a name. Was like another when when Drew finally said that to me, I was like, oh, that's like uh, what is it, Cinco No Ronde from the the Xbox 360, which is basically the same game. Two mechs mm -hmm. fighting. Like a bullet hell kind of game. These aren't mechs. Well, I mean that, but it's the same kind of principle. Yeah. But I'm playing that. I am playing. Uh, I played and um, wrote a review of Hugh. I can only talk about that. That's a good game. That is actually a. It surprised the living shit out of me because I was like, oh great, another artsy fartsy, freaking puzzle platformer. How many games have I seen like that? <laughs> um. No, that game is is really good. It's the, the controls are tight, so whenever you 
you know, you are doing the platforming stuff is really well done. The, the big gimmick here is that um, colors, it's all about colors, and uh, the background will be a certain color. So let's say it's blue. So there may be a box that is purple. If you change the, the background to purple, the box disappears. It blends in with the background. So that way you can – if it's blocking your way, you can run right by it. And they throw in a ton of puzzles that way, and it gets elaborate. I just got the third color, and like, holy shit. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Wait till you get to like the mazes they want you to do. Oh, man. Some of the stuff in that game was like, I look at the puzzle when I walk in the room, I'm like, god damn. Is it yeah. a hard game? It, it gets hard. It definitely yeah, gets hard. It's a lot of... Staring at the screen, saying, "Okay, how can I do this?" And then you you you'll, you'll move something, try something. Okay, well that didn't work, but I figured out what I need to do, kind of thing. It's I, I was never really stuck on a puzzle for too long, um, but it's it, that's that's a quality game. I yeah. I really liked that game. It was it was fun. Like as far as the story goes, I didn't care about that, you know. Um, but it's hard, like you get a new color every time you finish like a, a few stages, kind of thing. Um, and it plays out kind of like a Metroidvania where, oh, well, now i got this color. Now I can take away this barrier that I couldn't go through. Mm-hmm. So you go back into the, like, the hub world and, and check out that. He looks like the dude from Limbo. Yeah, he looks like the, the, the Limbo dude or maybe like the guy from Braid because he's wearing a tie. I didn't even notice he was wearing a tie. I just noticed his big white eyes. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I, I really liked you. You can check out my review. Um, the guys who made it all really appreciated my stuff and tweeted to me and everything. So, um, other than that, I played a lot of Overwatch. Yeah, baby. I played Overwatch. I played a shit ton of Overwatch. I played that last night. I wanted to check out the new map. That new map. That's fucking it's crazy. Ki- it's kind of rough. <laughs> it's, uh, man, when you're pushing the payload. There's so many ways to come into the payload. It's yeah. oh, It turns into like a explosion fest. Yeah. But uh, I did. Uh, I jumped into the competitive. Oh, you did? Great. I did. Yeah. I was I, tell me about your experience. All right. When I've got a team. All right. For the most part, I've had a great time. The teams actually work. They work together. They actually know their roles. Know your role, baby. The the issue is, is that when you start losing, fuckers quit. And when they quit, they don't find somebody else for that match. You're just screwed. It's over. Yeah, it's over. You're just screwed. So I should have ranked higher than what I was, but because... People kept quitting on my team. I swear to God, I had four, four or five. I had four people quit, or four matches where people quit. So four of my uh, original rankings were were bad. You know, oh, like because you, you have to do ten matches to get ranked. Yeah. And I did ten matches. Four of those, I, I had five. I had five wins and four losses. All four of those were because people quit. And I'm like, that's a load of bullshit, right there. You know what the uh, hell are you supposed to do? Uh, the thing about that is um, what happened before is that when people quit, the amount of ranking or rating that people would get from that particular match would be very low. 
to compensate mm-hmm. for the fact that it was basically a free win, and the people that lost the ratings would lose less. But they were using that to their advantage, and people were quitting. And let's say, for example, you have a win-loss ratio of like something like fifty percent, which is uh, actually technically slightly better than average, right? So in that case, if someone left the left in the other team, and you won the game, your skill rating would de- increase by very very little amount. But when you lost, you would lose the full amount if no one else in your team left. So they made it so that it's kind of evened out. You lose you lose a little less. But you still gain about the same amount, whether you uh, won or lost with the lever. But um, that's a tough thing to balance, man. I don't. I really don't know how to fix that. Like, I don't how do think you, they could. Yeah, like you can't control the human condition, right? Like people yeah. are gonna leave when they get frustrated. But uh, generally, if you keep like a positive attitude and you know, try, try to work together, uh, people don't leave too much. Uh, at least from my experience, I've only out of let's say about fifty uh, competitive games I played last season. I will say I only had maybe about five or six games where I had uh, people leave on my team. Mm. So I don't know. It's, it's difficult I experienced to say. that. I experienced that just doing my my ranking matches. Did you get all ten done? I did. Yeah, I've oh. actually played some in competitive like. Nice. What's your uh, What's your rating at? Uh, two thousand six hundred. Okay, I think two thousand five hundred is average. So that's a little higher than average. Um, I think it's gold. Nice. Like they, well, they got bronze, silver, gold, platinum, yeah. diamond, and master, then, uh, and grand master, master and grandmaster, and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So I'm I'm slightly above average. Um, I'm mostly been playing Reinhardt. I did play a little bit of Lucio. Uh, and I mean it's it's great. I mean the the thing is is that people are there to play the game and not fuck around. Yeah. And they, I mean, I've had some great teams. That, that I've had I've had some of the best teams I've ever had while playing this game while playing yeah. and this is randoms too. Imagine if you were playing with six of your buddies, man. Yeah, just, just doing that and just all everyone just really coordinated. No one in your team leaving because you're all part of your the same team, right? And right. just kind of keep going competitive, and that's the best experience Overwatch can provide. I uh, I actually posted a, a video on Facebook because it was too long for Twitter um, of the highlight I did. I got a play of the match where nice. uh, I. Earth shattered four guys and then charged them and sent two guys flying off the edge and then killed the other guy pinned. Nice, dude. That is that's so good. I, yeah, I love that so much. But uh, nah, it's that that game. That's that's a good game, baby. That's probably that's a good game. That's my game of the year. If you haven't if you haven't jumped in yet, it's free on Xbox One and PS4 this upcoming weekend. There you go. Give it a yeah. shot. That game is amazing. It's pretty good. Yeah, and it's only going to get better. Yeah, so. that's true. Because uh, if you look at how Overwatch launched and how it is now, with like the tick servers being improved so that you have better performance online, so you have better reactions for you know how your shots land and everything. So like getting hooked through walls and stuff like that never felt good, but there's like less occurrence of that kind of thing. So and also new characters, new maps, new skins, events, and all that jazz. It's, it's going to be going for a long time, I'm sure. My ass hasn't yeah. even got enough skins from the base game. Dude, I haven't either. You know, I'm still I had to buy my Reinhardt skin. My fucking Did you buy the the legendary one? No, I bought the 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 gold one. Uh, or, yeah, yeah. You know, the the white yeah, and gold the Paragon. One. Mm-hmm. The Paragon one because got, that one's sweet. I got two purples in my loot box last night and one of them was goddamn coins. Fuck you Overwatch. <laughs> Fuck you. 
Hey, you can take the coins and uh, buy whatever you want. Okay? A gold box of coins ain't that much. <laughs> uh, purple, wait, legendary? Legendary it, it was box purple. of coins? It was purple coins. Purple is, I believe it's like 150 or 250. That's not there. enough coins. The good skins are 1,000. 1,000, yeah, yeah. You should have that by now, Ken. Well, I, I have bought, a thousand. I bought, a, I bought other skins. That's the thing. I don't have a 1,000. Uh, I have like 440 right now. Okay. Did you buy a Junkrat skin? Uh, no, I have not. I, well, I bought one. I bought. I, I didn't buy it. No, I got that one in a box. I bought um, a Soldier seventy six skin, the one with the the, the, the skull face. Oh, the skull face. I like that skin a lot. Yeah, I use that one. I like the uh, the Junkrat skin where he looks like he's all smoked up. He just got out of fire. I got that one. That's the one I got in the box. That's great. That's yep. one of my favorite I use that one, that. and then my um, my play of the game is where he shoots the, and the camera, and the ball bounces back and hits him in the nuts. It's running balls, yeah. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> I like the one where he's like, he, he accidentally shoots a uh, grenade at himself, and he lands on his face, and he's looking over at it. Yep, that's a good <laughs> before one, Before it goes off, that's, that's a good one. Um, I want to get the uh, the emote, uh, or the, the, the play of the game one, where Reinhardt's like, like flexing, and he hurts his back. Yeah, <laughs> God, they have so much fucking character in this, and there's no story whatsoever. You know, it's it's like Dark Souls where they're looking through the environments and shit to find story for these games for the, for the characters and stuff. It's fantastic. I love that game. God, that game is amazing. Yep, it's a fun game. Yep. Anyway, that's that's pretty much it for me. All right. Hey, John. Hey, hey, hey. Did you play a video, guys? I played one or two. One or two. Okay. What'd you play? Uh, I played some more poker. I can't stop playing that game. Every oh, night. Prominence poker? Yeah. Every night. That's a, it's Just a, a, little it's a well-made game. It, it is. For free? It's not bad. Yeah. I can't grumble about that for sure. I've uh, also played some Forza. Now, the original Horizon, now that it's backwards compatible... And to start off with, that thing played like arse. The frame rate was really bad for me, but it seems to have um, steadied itself. And it looks really, really nice still, which is a pleasant surprise. That's a driving so that's... game. Driving games usually look really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, admittedly. But it's it's it was nice to dive back in there. Only downside was is that um, the save that I had on my 360 was on the 360 hard drive, which means I had to start over again as opposed to continuing where I left off. But that's that's not the end of the world, to be fair. Um, uh, also played a bit more Deus Ex. Um, still haven't really gone too deep into it. I've just played the mission where you um, get your augury set. That's like um, the, the the first mission. Like the second mission. <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple of side quests though, which uh-huh. which were cool. Um, uh, so that was quite cool. Um, enjoying it. I think it's going to be one of those games where I'll just sort of take it at my own pace. Um, you know, not not too, uh, not not going to dive deep deep into it. But I've got a feeling that I'll probably play a few hours each week, and uh, that should be fine. Um, also played Obliterators. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very damning conversation. I played like one. I played the tutorial race. I haven't played much of it. It's it's not fantastic. It's, it's weird. It's like the way it's structured is weird. Yeah. It's it's so it's. I thought from 
everything I saw, I thought it was going to be a uh, karting kind of game, you know, Mario Kart style, uh, go around a load of tracks and, uh, you know, with weapons and bits and pieces. But it isn't like that at all. Uh, essentially, it's... Um, they're like mini races and you get a goal for each one or a, a challenge for each one. So um, there's anywhere between four or eight cars on the track and it's, you know, each time, say, for example, one of the challenges is um, defeat uh, 10 cars uh, using weapons or whatever. And instead of you playing a lap, the laps until you defeat 10 cars, after you defeat one car, it restarts the race and then you have to defeat another car. And it, it, it kind of is a bit disjointed in that way. There's no real flow to it. Um, there are other tasks on there. So there's one where it's just you and uh, like a rival car and you've, you, you know, it's the first one to, um, wipe them out 10 times. Uh, that one does keep going. Uh, so it's like an endless loop, loops along the track. Um, but it's, it's hard to control the car, uh, the, the cars. It's not sort of behind the car. It's like, um, a bit like micro machine style, um, perspective. Hey, if it doesn't but, say micro machines, it's not the real thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's 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 not fantastic. Uh, it's very limited in, in in its scope and in the amount of fun you'll have with it, and it gets quite repetitive. And the, the tracks aren't all that exciting. And because of how finicky the controls can be, you're not really admiring the tracks. You're just trying to concentrate on your car uh, on the track and keeping it there. So it it kind of loses something with that as well. So not, not not fantastic. Not really something I'd recommend. Um, also, <laughs> so as we're probably uh, all aware, the uh, COD XP event happened this weekend. And I got sort of wrapped up in all. Me and some friends got wrapped up in the hype. You know, they showed off some uh, new single-player, multiplayer um, bits and pieces, along with some multiplayer of the remaster of Modern Warfare. And so we all sort of messaged each other, let's get back on Black Ops. So we, we, we fired that up last night, and it's hilarious. One of my friends, he couldn't get the sensitivity right on the, uh, on the sticks, and I've never heard so much foul language come out of somebody's mouth over a microphone, over a headset. You've not um, he, played with Justin enough. <laughs> it li- every, every five seconds, it was... <laughs> Um, colourful language this, colourful language how the hell did they do that, oh, that oh, God, that's not fair, that's impossible What? this is ridiculous and we're sort of, me and my other friends were saying you do realise the people playing we're playing against have been playing this pretty much non-stop for a year but you weren't having any of it, I thought that was quite funny uh, but um, Black Ops 3 is not the greatest, I still prefer Advanced Warfare for, for the multiplayer and really excited for to go back to basics for the um, uh, the Modern Warfare remaster, I think it'll be kind of nice just to, to, without any of the running and jumping around, and just having your one perk and your or your, your one set of perks, and and your all of you having the same kill streaks. Uh, I think going back to that would be quite refreshing. How, how big do you guys think Modern Warfare is going to be as Huge. far as like an online? Huge. Huge. When really? when. I watched the um, the conference part of the event that they had on the opening day, and 
obviously this is a, a room full of four or five hundred cod fans you know they're they they pick because they want to they love cod um and <laughs> they you know, love they, they the cod they love the cod they love the fish and chips so they um so you know they, they get on stage oh look this is our new inf- uh, infinite warfare uh, single player trailer woo this is our this is a multiplayer for infinite warfare Woo-woo-woo-woo. um this is modern warfare remastered <gasps> the whole place went nuts it's there is i can i will put a penny to a pound that that thing will have twice as many players playing multiplayer than Infinite Warfare. And it, I think it's quite good that they've now said that all 16 maps are coming and they're not charging for the extra ones in December. That's cool. I still absolutely believe that you are not going to play, be able to play multi, multiplayer on Modern Warfare without the Infinite Warfare disc in your machine. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to make a bold statement. Modern Warfare will be the biggest first-person online shooter this fall. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy to me, because I love Modern Warfare. Uh, I, I did, too. I, mm-hmm. I prestige, like, twice. You know, I play so many hours of it. Uh, but I don't want to play that game again. I, I, I kind of do, though. It's, as I say, playing playing Blood Cups last night, and it's all fun. It looks pretty, and the movements... All, but I... It, we all said, um, well, playing... You know what? It's going to be real good fun just to go back to basics, to go back to the, that point where Call of Duty came into its own multiplayer-wise. To 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 go back, and yes, there's still going to be people that are way better than you because it's Call of Duty. But to kind of it, it's kind of overcomplicated itself over the past few years, and I think to take it back to basics, I'm really looking forward to it. And as I say, I I'm with you, Ken. I think that thing is going to obliterate every other MP shooter uh, this fall. Oh, absolutely. Including, including Infinite Warfare. And I'm sure Infinite... I mean, it looked cool. Um, I will play Infinite Warfare for the single player, and I will absolutely dabble in multiplayer, but I think I will be all over Modern Warfare. Yep, it'll be bigger than Battlefield. It'll be bigger than Titanfall. Titanfall's being delayed, just going to say. Uh... <laughs> Do you think? I think so. I, I think... I, I I kind of think you might be right after the lukewarm reception that beta got. I think they're going to do work and move it away from other. I think that gets delayed to February. Yeah, but at the same time, also, yeah, it's not going to get swallowed by Call of Duty and Battlefield. Because let's be fair, Call of Duty and Battlefield are going to be the two bigger shooters than Titanfall. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and let's not forget Gears. There's a lot of gearheads out there. I, I still think they're different games, although the multiplayer is a big aspect of Gears. Oh, there's still the, the, think... same, the same assholes that play COD are the same assholes that play Gears. <laughs> do, do you think so? I think they're, they're two different breeds. Third person is very different. From there's person. a lot of overlap between those yeah. assholes. <laughs> yeah, there are. But then again, the assholes play a free I, game. I'm, on I'm, the being, I'm being a dick. I know. I'm just kidding. But I, I, um, I am looking forward to it. I've just pre-ordered the edition that gives you the season pass because it works out only 15 quid more expensive if you buy it with a bundle and obviously i get to play the single player early because if you pre-order that you get 30 days of modern warfare uh you get to play the single player aspect of that early which is cool again gets it out of the way so i can play that in the month leading up to it get my bearings again and then straight away when it launches boom multiplayer there's a fucking beta for the remaster uh, is it really? I thought the beta is only for Infinite Warfare. No, the beta is for Modern Warfare. 
<gasps> really? Wow, I didn't know that. Or maybe it's not I've, a beta. That... It's early access, is what it is. Maybe that's. What yeah, but that's that's uh, yeah, that's only the single player. It's thirty days prior, and it's PlayStation only. Yeah. Huh? Is it is it called early access if they just let you play the game early and it's actually complete? The early access implies not complete, right? <laughs> well, nowadays. Early access, nowadays. It, it, nowadays it does not. Yeah. I would, which is, I would which still is silly. Yeah, you know what's early access I, sounds like it should be the other terminology. No, no, no. You know what's silly what is, is you're selling... You're, you're calling it early access on a game that's done, and yet a game that's supposedly done is really, truly early access, No Man's Sky. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Let's, we're going to talk about that news, by the way. Whew. Right. As far as I'm aware, the uh, early access uh, section of it is, again, for... Uh, oh, no, I think that's for... The early access is for both consoles, and it's 30 days. You can play the single-player campaign 30 days, providing you have um, pre-purchased it. So if no, you bought not, it digitally... It's not both. It's only PlayStation. Oh really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you if you pre-purchased it, you get access to it digitally. Obviously, you can download it. Um, if you buying it from a store, so as far as I'm aware, in the UK, game give you an envelope uh, where you've got a code to download Modern Warfare single player, but you have to have paid in full, and it's non-refundable. So that's how they're getting away with that. But I still think that multiplayer is is going to be linked to the disc of Infinite Warfare if you bought it disc-based. Because I, they've got to think that through. They've got to have a contingency for people who are just buying it for Modern Warfare and then trading trading well, Infinite Warfare in. That would make sense because they're not selling Modern Warfare separately. Yeah. At least not yeah. until next year. When, not yet. When the sales dry up of Infinite Warfare and then they're like, hey, let's sell that Modern Warfare for 20 bucks <laughs> separate. Yeah, yeah, you know that's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. It's totally it going to happen. It's, hey, it's Activision. Let's give them the right credit and say they're going to sell it for $40, okay? <laughs> no, that's it's true, not, that's true. Yeah, it's going to be 40 Let's talk about that Transformers remaster. I'm using finger quotes when I say the word remaster. Well, you can pretty much put finger quotes over anything Activision have done except the Modern Warfare remaster because they've oh, actually the- done something. Guys, the Call of Duty series is on sale on Steam. You can get a Call of Duty Ghost for $50. It's a bargain. Wow! Wow! Yeah, absolutely amazing. I got that free somehow. I don't you know should, how I got you that. You should free. never buy Call of Duty Ghosts. I'm just gonna. Say. No, that's why I got. I mean, I got it for free, and I still feel like I was robbed. Yeah, that's not a good game. No. Whenever, not. whenever Activision has their sales, right? I see, like, oh, Witcher Two is uh, four dollars. I see the completed edition with all the DLC. Uh, Call of Duty Ghosts is like forty dollars on sale. It's like I was like, what the fuck. Are people actually willing to pay these prices for these Call of Duty games that are old? Or I, think I don't think. It, I think John just proved your point. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, it, John, Ghost is an exception to the rule. Well, that's because you played it now. If, if Ghost was coming out this year and you'd never played it, you'd be pre-ordered. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Um, I also I did see that they've um, they've got a sale on the Xbox for the remasters remasters of uh, Marvel, and I almost bought it, but then I thought, nah, you know what? That's not much of a discount. I think I'll wait because at some point they're going to be really cheap. I, I got to give it to them. They patched them this week with no fanfare, like they did not um, even did... announce it, and all the DLC is in there. 
Ah, uh, because I was going to ask about that, because you'd put a tweet out recently, didn't you? As soon as I put the tweet out, they put the patch out. I'm like, I got to do this more often. <laughs> they were listening to you. They were waiting for you, Ken. You are waiting for you to kick up a stink. Then they hit go. Yep, and that patch went out that day, and all the DLC is back in uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. Have they fixed, like, the frame rate issues for the first one? Or yeah, it, it got, like, a huge patch. Well, maybe I'm, t- I'm tempted now. Yeah, I mean, those games are still good. I'm, I'm not going to lie. They're still good. To games. be fair, it's it's 30, it's, it works out like 33 quid or something stupid, which is almost half the price. <sighs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but that's everything that I've played of worth anyway. Okay. I'm shocked we've made it this far without a game being mentioned, but we'll get to it later. Jay, what did you play? Shockingly little of things that I can possibly talk about this week. I was going to say, you got a lot of games, but you can't talk about like... Yeah, I, as you know, I, I had, you know, I, I've been meaning to meet the embargo on certain games that are coming out pretty soon. So I mainlined the crap out of those games, which meant I could have no time for anything else. So I uh, wrote the review for Trails of Cold Steel 2, which should go live Tuesday-ish. Um, finishing up my playthrough of the Ace Attorney game. So I should have that review done by the 8th, which is the embargo for that. Uh, and then I've been playing a lot of God Eater, too, which I can actually talk about, so I'll talk about that. Um, that game is fun, but it's got a lot of really big flaws that I can't, like, ignore. The camera in that game is fucking bonkers. It's <laughs> imagine, imagine, Drew, let's say you're playing Monster Hunter, right? Right. And most of your attacks are basically all melee-based, and the camera is kind of trailed right in, right in front of you. So it's very close to the screen. And you have to fight things at close range, and it's jumping all over the place. Like, jumping above you, behind you, doing flips and shit. It's fast. And the camera keeps flipping around because you're locked onto the enemy. And you have no idea what you're hitting most of the time. It just, it just goes crazy. And then they, they put these enemies in a tight corridor... And surround you with a bunch of other small enemies. And you're like, what the fuck am I even doing? It's just kind of button mashing and hoping for the best, kind of. And that's that's kind of a lot of the experience with God Eater 2. And um, let's see. The sound design in that game is weird. It's like the guy that was in charge of mixing the sound so that the sound level you know, is kind of evened out. So you can hear what the characters are saying. And the songs and the sound effects don't deafen you. But... I turned that sound sound effect down like quite a bit, probably something to like sixty percent. But when I do certain attacks, or certain attacks happen, it just fucking shatters the speakers. I don't even know why this is happening, but it's it's weird. It feels like it feels like they didn't take too much time on certain certain aspects of at least in terms of polish. But it's it's, it's okay. I mean, it's got a very arcadey vibe. It reminds me of a lot of like Ragnarok Online. I mean, Ragnarok Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like slash- hacking and slashing. The combat is very fast paced. There's some neat things with how the weapon switches from uh, like a sword or like a melee form into a gun uh, very quickly. So you can kind of switch between two modes, and each mode has their own functionality. There's a, like a lot of different uh, customization with the types of bullets you can bring out. Um, the storyline is focused on like a single player campaign, whereas it's a very it's... God Eater also has an anime adaptation. And you can see why, because this game puts a lot of emphasis on its characters and the storyline, which is nice, because that's something that I don't think like Monster Hunter does, or neither does neither does any games of that type. Like, if you think of like like Tokiden, Monster Hunter, 
uh, Ragnarok Odyssey, uh, what is that other one? Soul Sacrifice, right? Those kind of games don't put that much emphasis on single player, like storyline with all different kinds of cutscenes and stuff, but this one does, which is nice. But the online, uh, man, I waited to launch day to test out the online multiplayer, and, and it's a good thing that I did because that shit don't work. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge, huge bummer because, you know, I play these games mostly because of co-op element. So I go on, search for a fucking lobby, and then nine out of ten times, there's no lobbies. I search all lobbies. <laughs> are, are, you sure, are, you sure lobbies. The, are you sure it's the game or that nobody bought it? <laughs> Uh, well, it was on top seller uh, during the couple like release dates. I, I I took a gander to see if it was gonna sell any copies. And all, all of my friends that picked up the game, that like the first one, picked it up on PS4 or Vita, uh, which is probably what I should have reviewed it on. But the PC version, you know, obviously has um, uh, it has like a hole when it comes to this kind of genre. So it's nice that they have a PC version, but. The online just doesn't work, man. Like, when there is a game that I can join, or if I create my own lobby, and people join my lobby and I try to start the game, it says network error and crashes. I did this for an hour. Like, looking for games, like, creating my own game. I looked through my fucking router settings, making sure my antiviruses wasn't acting up for firewall reasons, like, IT stuff. And then I was like, no, my my stuff is fine. And so I checked the uh, Steam forums and, like, yeah, this 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 is a problem. Like, people are getting crashes constantly. They're not being able to join lobbies or whatever. It's just like, that sucks, dude. Yeah. You don't you don't want to play these kind of games by yourself, even though it has a, you know, big emphasis on the single player. You want to play these with your friends. Co-op makes a bad game tolerable and makes a good game even better. So that's, that's, that's a huge bummer. I'm not sure if they're going to put out a patch, but the game has been out for a couple of days now. So, uh you know, Bandai Namco, they're not they're not known for is it Bandai Namco that they got it? I think it is, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's they're not known for their quality PC ports of games. If you've noticed their like Tales games like Tales of Symphonia was one of the worst PC uh, PC ports launch ever. Uh Zestiria was better but still, you know, capped at thirty frames and has issues of its own. So another game, like they gotta fix the online infrastructure. So if I review the game as it is now, it's not going to be pretty because the online is so important. But uh, it is what it is. I'm going to have the review written up for that soon. Um, and that's it. Yeah, that's very, very short week for me. All right. Well, I'll wrap this up by asking, did nobody download Earthlock Festival of Magic? I don't oh, shit. It. I have not yes. played it. I played about an half hour. Yeah, I, I played it for about an hour. Um, I like that game. But fuck, does it hit a wall fast? Wall house, grinding wall. Yeah, so you start off, and you know everything's pretty relatively simple at level one. You know, you get your your junk enemies, whatever. I got to the first like, you know, you go to the town, and they're like, okay, well, we need to go to the swamp. Okay, let's go to the swamp. So we start head off to the swamp, go to the overworld map. You fight some enemies, the overworld map. That's eh, okay. It's a little challenging. Battles here, there, here, there. I get to this enemy right before the swamp. Granted, I've been playing this for 45 minutes. I'm just now learning all of the functions in the battle system. Boss fight, maybe? This is not a boss. Okay. <laughs> this is an enemy in the middle of the field. He gets extra turns because he's super fast. 
Okay. Every turn, he gets to do three or four moves. And the moves that he does are health regeneration. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, he buffs both of the enemies on the screen against all attacks. It took me 40 minutes of the hour and a half that I played it to beat him. Whoa. 40 minutes to beat a regular-ass enemy because he at the just, starting hour? He just kept... Wouldn't die. He just kept regenerating health and blocking. And in my party, I have two characters. I have a warrior and I have a healer. And all the healer did the entire match was heal both of us. And eventually he died, so I had to resurrect him. I used almost every health potion I had. I used all of my resurrections... This is in the first hour of the game. Maybe maybe you went to the wrong area where you're not where you're not supposed to be and they're like way stronger than you you are. No, it told me to go to the swamp. That was the story. This game is not really open. It's kind of linear. Uh maybe it's one of those enemies you're supposed to avoid like Etrian Odyssey foes. Then why is he in the road on the way to where I'm going? So wait a minute. So, is there random encounters? No, like you you're can walking see, around. You can see the enemies on the world map. Okay, so all right. Mm. Uh, maybe there's a way to get around them, man. Maybe you didn't figure it out. Because that sounds ridiculous. If that's like a mandatory battle uh, that you have to fight and it takes that long to do. So I went yeah. online and I was reading people's comments about this game because, like I said, I didn't play a whole lot of it. And yeah, they said within the first hour to two hours, the game just becomes a slog. Like enemies will one hit you. Yeah. Uh, that's a shame. And I'm just like, why is... That's not fun. Like, everything else about this game is great. Like, I love the way it looks. I like the battle system. It's cool how you can switch stances. Um, The skill tree is really interesting. Like, it's it's really visual, and, like, you see what you're doing. You see what you get. Like, it's real user-friendly. I like that in battle, instead of going into a menu to do, like, switch between items and and specials and moves and stuff, you just tap the D-pad. It's like you Mm. tap the D-pad and then you have access to your items. If you tap the D-pad a different way, you have access to your special moves, you know. Like, that stuff is... It's very very user-friendly. Yeah, it's very cool. It's real crisp, real clean. Um, But Jesus Christ, it looks like you're going to need to grind the shit out of this game. Mm. I don't know, Ken. Maybe if you've beaten Dark Souls like Drew has, maybe I, I maybe I'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. maybe if you had, you know, yeah. get maybe, good. Yeah, maybe that's what you need. I, I yeah, need to. Gotta, it's got to beat that Dark Souls, baby. No, I, I think uh, I think I'm gonna put this game away for a while. <laughs> might, when when you say while, you mean forever. You well, know, I'll you know? go back to it eventually. Don't don't. I, I played Crimson Dragon this weekend. Okay, okay I go back sure. to my games. Right. Uh, speaking of games I went back to, uh, I since I got my new Xbox, I started like checking out some old stuff uh, that I hadn't played in a while. Um, and it's really cool to go back to like living games, like online games that you haven't played in a while. So I booted up Warframe, because I hadn't played that in probably like, I don't know, a year, year and a half. They've made a lot of changes to that game. Like they completely redid the movement system. So, if you nice. ever played that game, you know how, like, you could do, like, wall running and, and like, uh, super jumps and things like that? Uh-huh. Like, they totally rebuilt it so that it's a lot more intuitive. Um, so much to the fact that when I booted it back up, it's like, oh, I see you haven't been here in a while. You should go through the new movement tutorial. And I did, and, yeah, it's so much easier to do, like, the crazy slides and jumps and wall running and stuff. Like, it's so much easier to do that stuff now. 
And every time I play Warframe, I'm like, why don't I play this more? It is such a cool game. <laughs> and it's totally free. Yep. Like, that game is really good. And I never well, played it. There's still people playing it. There are. Yeah, there was a, a ton of people playing A lot playing of people it. playing. Yeah. Because it's a free-to-play game, so they have to keep updating constantly. So, yeah. Yeah, they've, they've done a lot. Like, they redid the menus, and, like, it's just it's just a really, really nice update into that game. So, that was cool to go back to that. Like, I really enjoy that game. I love the mixture of third-person shooting and third-person melee combat. Like, it looks really good. That's a fun game. Uh, but that was kind of my jumping back into old stuff. I did play some new stuff. Um... I played a game called Freeze Me. I talked about that last week. I guess that's been out on PC for a while. It is a... <sighs> that game's Mario 64. Like, in structure. Down to the point that the first area has, like, a big spiraling tower that you climb up that has, like, giant cannonballs coming down it that you fight an enemy at the top of. Okay. Like, every time you go into a level, there are different... You know how in Mario 64 you pick which star you want to go for? Right. Same thing here, except you're collecting gold pig heads. <laughs> Why is it called Freeze Me? Because she has a camera. So the gimmick to this game is the, the little girl that you're playing as has a camera, and she can take a picture of items in the environment and freeze them in time. Okay. Uh, and you use this to do like different platforming stuff. So like, let's say there's a log that's rolling... Uh, and you need it to land on a platform. Well, then you take a picture of it, it freezes it in place, and now you can walk across it. Uh, you can freeze platforms, you can freeze enemies, you can freeze pretty much anything in the environment um, to to solve the different platforming puzzles. It doesn't look great. In fact, it looks kind of bad. But it really plays pretty well. I mean, she handles just like Mario. She's even got a little jump kick. Um, if you tilt the analog, like if you're running in one direction and immediately flip back the other direction, she does like the Mario side flip. Um, but yeah, I, for 10 bucks, like it was cool to jump into that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's going to replace Mario 64. It's totally not, but it's been a while since I played a, um, a third person character platformer and I'm having a ball with it. So. Alright. Speaking of games that uh, rip off other games, I'm playing Oceanhorn. <laughs> uh, that game. Is that... Okay. It's. Okay, let's say Link to the Past and Wind Waker had a baby. <laughs> That's Oceanhorn. That game is straight up fucking Zelda. Like, you collect pieces of heart to get heart containers. You hold down the attack button and do a circle attack. Jesus, Nintendo might be on the phone. You can hold down your shield and reflect bullets from enemies that look very similar to an Octorok. Um, It's really fucking good. (laughs) Is it it 2D top-down? Yeah, it's kind of like a a three-quarter perspective... um, this game was built for a phone, hmm. which made me really concerned when I was going into it. I'm like, this looks really neat. This looks like a Zelda kind of game. I'm like, I'm really kind of excited to play this. But it is an iOS game, and a lot of times the history of those games being ported to a controller are not great. Yeah. Um, but this one works really well. 
So the premise of the game is you're in this Uncharted Sea. That's the name of the game, the Monster of Uncharted Seas. And you can sail from island to island, and each island is kind of like a little, like, area that you can do. There's Some of them have dungeons. Um, you collect new items along the way that will allow you to access different areas. So, like, you get a pair of boots that let you jump from uh, spot to spot. You get a bow and arrow. You get bombs. You get um, no boomerang. That was the big shocker. There's no boomerang. Um, but no, uh, I'm trying to think here. So the, the game also has a leveling up system. So it's not like a Zelda in that aspect. So, like, your character gets XP for defeating enemies, finishing dungeons, things like that. And every time you level up, it gives you a different perk. Those are predetermined. You don't get to pick which one you get. Um, So, for example, when I first leveled up, like, I sailed faster. Um, The second time I leveled up, I could carry more bombs. The third time I leveled up, I could carry more arrows, that kind of thing. Um, The sailing is not manual. So when you pick a destination, he just goes there. Um, and it's pretty fast. And along the way, you can uh, eventually you get a gun that you can use when you're sailing. So you can like attack enemies. They, they pop up. Um, there will also be like boxes in the water you can hit to get coins, uh, XP, things like that. Yeah, that game is really good. Like If you like Zelda, you should check that game out. Uh, it's been out on PC for a year, and I'd never heard of it. Um, and this, I believe it's coming to Xbox One this week. I think it's also coming to PS4. Uh, what's it called again? Oceanhorn, the Monster of Uncharted Seas. <laughs> Gotta throw Uncharted in there too, huh? <laughs> uh, how, much, how much is it? Uh, 15 bucks, I want to say, on uh, Xbox One. Okay, that's you know that's always nice to hear because whenever I play a game or I review a game that was originally on a mobile device, it nine out of ten times is just crap. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, controls are bad. The quality of the actual content is bad. They add like free to play elements into like a you know actual full release game, and it's terrible. But hearing that this one is actually pretty good, it's a pretty pretty nice change of pace. Yeah, there is no free to play stuff in here. There's nothing to purchase. Awesome. Um, here's another kicker. Uh, whoever made this game must have some sweet connections. The music is done by uh, Nobuo Uematsu. Oh yeah, yep. wow, that's a big name. Yeah, all right, right, and yeah, you can tell. Crazy. Yeah, you can tell. Like the uh, the main menu theme and the theme when you're sailing, like those have been stuck in my head since I've been playing this game. I'm like, that's some Uematsu shit right there. Nice. He's uh, a busy man, so getting him is is yeah. Number. One of the best composers ever, too. Yeah, it's... Oh, man, it's so good. Uh, I am eight hours into it, and I've unlocked the final dungeon. But there's a couple more islands that I've discovered that I need to go finish up so I can get some extra heart containers. And also, uh, you get magic spells. So, like, you get a fire spell and an ice spell. Uh, But one of the last hidden islands has a cure spell. So you can heal yourself, Mm. and I want to get that before I go to the final boss. Is there the equivalent of a fairy? Uh, no. Uh, every time you level up, you do get your hearts refilled and your bombs refilled and stuff, but no, there's no fairy. I'm assuming the cure spell is essentially the fairy. You do have a mana bar. So, you have a mana bar and a stamina bar. Hmm. And stamina is, is gauged for, like, when you do your attacks, or not your attacks, but, like, your, um, your trench boots, which are the boots that let you jump, that uses stamina, and you can also tap A to run. 
uh, and that uses stamina. So, so what you're saying, this is the Dark Souls of Zelda games. This is the Dark Souls oh, okay. of iOS Just... Zelda clones. How's that? <laughs> all right. That's, there you go. There's a review right there. That's it. That's all I need to say about that game. Yep. Uh, the other game that I've spent equally the same amount of time in is called Live Lock. Um, I am now on my third playthrough of this game. It is a top-down um, kind of action shooter. There are three different classes, um, with each one being a specific character, so they're robots. There's a sniper class, which is Hex. There is a um, support character. Her name is Vendetta. And then there's a tank character. Uh, I believe his name is Vanguard. And they all play entirely differently. So, like, Hex has, like, bombs that he can drop on the ground, and he has the ability to make his shots do more damage, whereas uh, Vanguard does, like, he gets a hammer, so he's mostly melee, so he can do, like, hammer attacks. Also, he has a shield, um, and then you've got the support character, she gets, like, a healing circle, and um, she gets, like, turrets with shields on them that she can drop down during the fight. So, yeah, it's a top-down action game. Um, you can play up to three players co-op, play through the different missions. There's three acts. It took me about, I'd say about five hours to go through the campaign the first time, played it totally co-op. Um, and then I played through single player by myself. I'm actually on my third playthrough and I'm playing on hard. I never do that, but I just want to unlock everything in this game. I don't know what it is uh, about how, this game. How long are the playthroughs? I'm sorry, that was two questions. What? First. How long were the pl- all right? Well, I was going to say, is there an achievement for the hard mode or something? I don't know if there is or not. I just want to. I want to max out all three of my characters. Okay. Uh, I've played through. I've maxed out Vendetta because I played through co-op with her. Um, I was halfway through with Hex. I started with him in my single player playthrough. I got him at like level sixteen. Max is thirty. Um, every time you level up, you get a new ability, whether it's passive or um, active. Active. But, I mean, there's different things. So, like, you can unlock guns. So, at some levels, you get three guns per character. And sometimes you unlock new guns. Um, you can set your loadout. There's different guns in each category. There's a gun that doesn't require ammo. Then there's a secondary gun, which does. And then the third gun is a launcher. So, like, your explosive weapon. Uh, the second and third guns all use ammo that you pick up around the levels. Uh, the first gun does not. That's your main gun. Uh, your abilities are on cooldowns. Um, you can switch between them, so like characters will unlock up, I think, four abilities per character, and you can carry two per character. Um, as you level up, they will also unlock mods for those functions. So, like, for example, the turrets that Vendetta gets, or I'm sorry, yeah, Vendetta gets, they will initially not have shields, and then eventually you'll get a mod that has shields on it. Um, they also get a super attack later in the game. So, like, uh, Vendetta's is, she does like an airstrike. Uh, Hex's is that he calls down like this big giant laser from the sky. Um, the enemies are Diablo colored. So like when you run into bigger enemies, they're purple or gold or something like that. And that just means that they're bigger enemies. And they'll drop usually a cosmetic item. The cosmetic items, there's three of them. There's a, there's a cape, uh, a color scheme, which is called an alloy. And then uh, different heads for the robots. Is it... Does it have any stats to them, or just purely cosmetic? No, there's no stats to any of those items. They're mm. they're all just cosmetic. There's nothing that you can add to your character that adds stats. You just level up your stats as you level up. Is it uh, challenging? 
Uh, on hard, it has been extremely challenging. On on uh, easy and normal, well, I played easy for a little bit, and then I switched to normal for the co-op. We played through co-op on normal. It wasn't challenging as part of, like, we died maybe three or four times total through the whole playthrough. Okay. Uh, on hard, I'm dying a lot. <laughs> but then again, I'm playing the melee character on the hard playthrough, so I can't stand back and shoot. I have to get in there and fight. Which tends to make me take a lot more damage than uh, normal. Right. And not to mention, when we played on normal, I played the healer, and he played as the melee character, so I could just keep him healed the entire time we were playing. There, We don't have a healer this time. I'm playing as the melee character, and he's playing as the uh, the sniper. Mm. So, we we got no heals, man. That's a that's a composition just ready to fail. It is, yep. and I don't. We did that because he had already maxed out the melee character, and I had already maxed out the uh, healer, and he was. Playing. And he didn't want to play healer. Well, he was playing healer on a single player game. Okay. So he wanted to play the new character, but you know, from a like a from a surface standpoint, the game doesn't sound all that interesting. But fuck, this is my third playthrough. There's got to be something there. It's kind of like me and you playing sacred. Yeah, like I just I just keep playing. There's it. no su- there's no substance in Sacred whatsoever. Yeah, it's like, mindless as shit. But like, we played through that entire fucking game. That's the power of co-op, man. Like like we were just talking about earlier. Just whenever you can play with your friend and shoot the shit and just do whatever, even mundane stuff can be fun. Like nothing exceptional, but because it's a functional game that's like marginally fun to play with your friend, it's all of a sudden a good game. Weird. I think yep. I think another thing this game does really well is like every time you level up, and you pretty much level up every time you beat a level. Like it's not like you have to grind. Um, but every time you level up, you get a new power, and it's nine times out of ten, it's interesting. Yeah. Like it makes the character better. I couldn't see yeah, myself good progression. Yeah, I couldn't see myself going back to playing this game once I max that character out. Right. Because I wouldn't feel like there was anything to play for. Yeah. So, but right now, maxing out all three characters, I'm having a ball with it. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that and Oceanhorn took up probably 20 hours of my week this week. Wow. <laughs> nice. So, I've played a lot of those games. And like I said, I played Overwatch uh, last night for a few hours, and I like that new map. That new map is fun to play. That's a fucking chaos map right there. That's a, that's a map made for like fucking Junkrat. Oh yeah, I, I was I was me I was playing Junkrat, he was playing Diva and we were like the two top players in that match. Really? Yeah. Justin plays Diva. Huh? Yeah, he's a Diva player. Really? He oh, loves Well, Diva's really good now, so. I did I did mess around with May cuz she got the buff for her ultimate. Dude, her ultimate is so good now. It Wait, is. What, so what does it do exactly? What, is it, what did it they gives, buff her ultimate? Um, it has a wider range, like a 20 Wider range, and also it pierces project, uh, per, uh, barriers. Yes. So you put your fucking Reinhardt shield up, it goes right through that shield, right in the middle of all of your teammates, and just goes fucking crazy yep. on it. I've always, I've always been hit by that, even with my shield up. Well, it'll get blocked, but uh, the shield would... Have it in front of you, so the rest of the teammates behind you can run out, right? But now she can put it behind the Reinhardt through the shield, which makes it oh, okay. very difficult to get away from. It makes all the difference. Yeah, like her ultimate was so much more useful in the matches I was playing last night. Yeah, yeah. I I really like May. Like, She's a that's, fun character to play. Yeah, because I'm I'm one of those characters. I like one of those players that gets in people's faces because I play Reinhardt a lot, and May is kind of useless. 
unless she's in somebody's face. Oh no, not at all. No, that, well, the secondary so. fire on that gun can snipe the shit out of somebody. I've sniped a few people, but I'm not the most accurate player. But I can spray somebody down and freeze them. Oh, yeah, man. that's a, that's the easiest way to do it. But that's like a one-on-one situation. You can't you can't do that when there's a lot of people there. Yeah. But the, once you get good with the right click, you can one-shot a fucking tracer. Oh yeah, from, it's from it's like beautiful. Half, half mile away. You can yeah, you can two-shot a Farah. It's oh, it's great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty strong. And also, just her ability to stay alive and be fucking annoying. Oh, is yeah. the thing that that does the worst. Like, do you know how many ultimates you can ruin just by the press of her E button, man? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. The little wall thing that she does. Oh, Reinhardt's about to charge right our, right through our team. Nope, wall. Nope. And then you try to go through a choke point, and then you have you have your Reinhardt. You try to go through, and as you get through, she puts a wall behind you, so the rest of the rest of your teammates can't follow you, and just isolates you and kills you. It's those kind of things that made us best. Not about her DPS. It's about her functionality. Oh yeah. yeah, and then she can heal. Yeah. You just go in there and protect yourself and heal. Like yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. I've, I got re- I've actually got really good at timing it because <laughs> mm-hmm. they usually they usually try to get the maximum amount of heal, and so I could time it to where my Reinhardt charges and as she's coming out of that shell, immediately pin her. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, that's satisfying. Oh man, uh, that game's so much fun. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. There's a few things. This is kind of the last. I don't want to say quiet, but I want to kind of say quiet. Wait, this this week you're saying quiet for compared to next week? Yeah, I don't know. Too, too, like for someone like me, this week is the biggest week because obviously the two games uh, I've been looking forward to are coming out this week. But well, go ahead. that may be, but next week is uh, yeah, holy shit. Uh, this week is uh, Beyond Flesh and Blood. I don't know what that is. Captain um, Google. Captain Google on the scene. Uh, also, while you're there, look up Dogos, because I don't know what that is either. That's also out this week. Um, Just Sing. I know what that is. That's out this wow. week. Wow. Okay. Uh, another game, I don't know what it is. Kurare Magic Library. I, I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know. I'm not saying any of these games are bad. It's just I don't know what they are. Uh, Toho. Jinso Rondo mm-hmm. Bullet Ballet is out this week. All right. Uh-oh. Beyond Flesh and Blood looks like a robot shooter. Oh, there you go. It's a robot shooter. Ocean okay. Horn, Monster of Uncharted Seas. That's out on Wednesday. Uh, Dragon Fantasy, the Black Tome of Ice. Like, if you could just handpick five fucking fantasy words. There you go. <laughs> just a random fantasy word generator <laughs> right there. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online Gold Edition. Uh, Claire extended cuts hitting Xbox One this week. I think it hit PS4 last week. This what? Remo- I, oh, go ahead. I, I think it's that horror game we talked about last week, right? We asked that question before, and we were like, we don't know what Claire is. I think we looked it up. It looks like a horror game, but it was on PS4 last week and Xbox One this week. Hmm. I think my favorite thing is that this release list that I look at still lists XCOM 2 out this week for consoles. That was delayed a while back. You should probably fix that. Uh, oh, yeah. Claire's that game. It looks like Soul Survivor. Oh, uh, 2D sprite kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, awesome Knots is finally coming to Xbox One. That's out this week. Oh, that's an old game now. It is. It is. Yeah. I reviewed that game. Cool game. It, it really is kind of cool. It's a 2D mobile. Uh, yeah. Jotun, Jotun, the Valhalla edition. Oh, that's that hack and slash game. Yeah, right? that I game. I wanted to play that. That game looks really pretty. It looks like some Banner Saga style art, but it's a hack and slash like 
Norse mythology. Kind of? It's like top it, down. Yeah, I think it originally came out for PC, and then now it's finally getting up in a console release. And it actually did very well on PC as far as like reviews go. So maybe I'll give it a try. It looks really cool. Like I keep watching videos of it. I'm like, do I want to buy this? Do I have time to play this? Because this looks really cool. Mm. Uh, just review it. <laughs> I, I should probably look into who's publishing that and see if I can get a code. Uh, King Oddball is coming to Xbox One this week. Gosh. <laughs> that thing's been out for, what, three years on PS4 almost? Yep. Yep. At least it's only $5, so if you haven't played it, uh, there you go. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to say this one. So earlier we had the fantasy word pick. Now I have the sci-fi word pick. This okay. game is called Stardust Galaxy Warrior Stellar Climax. Sounds Stella. like a Japanese kind of thing. Stardust Galaxy Warrior. It's a hmm. shmup from what I've read. Okay. Uh, Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 2. I can't I can't speak to the quality of that game, but maybe maybe you should play the first two games, like first game first and then cuz if you if you don't play the first game, you can't play the second game like at all. It's I like, was about to say you yeah. Can't do it. You, you know can't what? do it. It's just not possible. You know what? Nobody cares. It's not a game of the year contender. Let it go, stupid. I feel you can. I fight you can. I know you're just trolling cuz I am totally that. trolling because I heard somebody like scoff at that game this week and I'm like, "You know what? Fuck you." I, I don't like that game, but whatever. Like, show some respect to games that are really good. Uh, Futuridium EP Deluxe is out on the 3DS, as is a new Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Spirit of Justice. Yes. Also, another game that you should maybe look into. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Jotun is also coming to Wii U, which is kind of crazy. Hey, will you get in games? Nice. Hey, they got Axiom Verge this week. They got it before Xbox One. I'm like, come on, man. I want to play that game. I don't want to play it on Xbox One. So just put it out. But I'm going to segue really good right into news. Xbox right. One is getting two of the biggest indie games in September. Um, Firewatch is coming to Xbox One with a new free roam mode. Okay. And The Witness is finally coming to Xbox One this month. So if you did not play those on PC or PS4, those, uh, from what I hear, Firewatch is really good. I've not played it. But The Witness... Yeah, it's not bad. The Witness Firewatch is, is good. really yeah. good. Yeah, The Witness, man, you that should, game. You should buy that if you only own an Xbox One, because that's... Uh... I, I haven't played Witness. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> it's on that your <laughs> make-your-brain-hurt list. Yeah, that, yeah, that game's like... wild. If you hate puzzles, you might not want to play it. Oh, I, I love puzzles, so I'm I'm, I'm down for it. The, the thing the thing that gets me about the witnesses is that all the puzzles are the same. Yep. It's like it it, it uses one style of puzzle throughout the entire <laughs> game, and every one of them is different. I'm just like, oh, what do I do here? This should be easy, it but should it's be. not. And you can't force it. You can't like blunt force it. All you do is draw a line from one point to another. <laughs> That's all you do. I like how you say it like that. That's all you do. It is. It is, but it's not. Holy <laughs> shit, that game. Ooh, if you haven't played it, you should you should play that game. It's, God, it's really I, good. I forgot that came out already this yep, year. That was this year. Drew Doom yeah. came out this year. Yeah. 2016's is... been fucking awesome. Yeah. I forget. The, the Witness has to be up there for me because, man, that, that game was amazing. 
Uh, Forza Horizon 3 has gone gold and will include Halo's Warthog as a playable vehicle. Oh, man. Woot. That's if you have a Halo save on your Xbox. Well, who the fuck doesn't have a Halo save on their <laughs> Xbox? It might be somebody. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's, man, I can't wait for that game. It looks so good. The King is returning. Duke Nukem 3D Anniversary Edition coming to PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, and PC. It's getting a God. new episode. God. A brand new episode that's being built by the original creators of Duke Nukem 3D and will be added to the game. No, not Gearbox then. Uh, no, it's the original 3D Realms, guys. Are they allowed to do that? It's Gearbox's game. They allow. Them oh, but they. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So I thought they were. They got arsy with each other over the forever thing. They did, but no. well, not not the business side of 3D realms. I believe is who it was. No. But the original team that built Duke Nukem 3D is. Uh, yeah, it's going to have updated visuals. Not not anything crazy. It's not like a redo. It still looks like fucking Duke Nukem 3D. But it's twenty bucks, and. It's got everything in it, plus new levels. That's pretty boss. I will buy that day one. I, it, I don't care. Duke Nukem 3D is one of my favorite games. How much? How much are they selling it for? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Mm. Have you ever played the Duke Nukem uh, 3D campaign? It's like fifteen to twenty hours before any DLC. Yeah, I, I do remember playing Duke Nukem 3D. That was a long, long, long time ago. But that's not a game that probably aged very well at this point. I played any, it a couple years any... ago. And I thought it aged really well. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like visually and like the level designs and everything? Level designs are great in Duke Nukem 3D. Like, that's one of the things that's really good about that game. Mm. Visuals is... It is what it is. It looks like a 90s FPS, man. I mean... <laughs> it's got that same Doom sprite thing, right? Where it does like flips over. They're kind of like 2D sprites. Yeah, but it was the first one that was like... Um... Oh god, what was it? There was something that that engine did that Doom didn't do, and like it was a big deal back then. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I wonder if they'll censor the game for the platform releases because nah. 3D was a PC game. It had, it had like it had actual nudity and stuff, didn't it? No, it, it, had the, it had the it had the strippers that had the pasties on. They had the pasties, but that was in the the. If you remember, this game was released on 360 and PS3. Was it? Yeah, and it wasn't censored. Right. It was. Oh, okay. It was censored on the N64, I believe. Well, that was a different game. Was it? Yeah, they called it Duke Nukem 64, and it was like Doom 64, where they remade the game. Oh. Yeah, like 64 had a lot of those, and most of them were pretty cool. Like, uh, Doom 64 is still excellent, if you can see it. God damn, that game was too dark. Um, StarCraft 64, um, Duke Nukem 64, there was a couple other ones that they did like that. Well, they didn't They didn't redo it, but you remember Diablo? For the PlayStation? Yeah. It was actually a competent version of that game. It was. It was shocking. Uh, another report saying the NX will use cartridges. I think by this point, we pretty much just assume that things using cartridges, right? I think they've confirmed that, right? No. no. Nintendo hasn't confirmed shit no. with the NX. Oh. I thought they said that... It, that oh. Right. No, no. Nintendo ain't said shit. That's the, that's the funny thing is like these reports have been so prevalent. That people think Nintendo have said it? No, Nintendo ain't said shit. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, people get kind of throw around rumors and like speculations, like they're facts, to the point where you play enough game of a, a long game of tele- telephone and everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, Nintendo probably said that. It's, it's probably true. Yeah, it's real. 
Yeah. No, it's not. No, not it's at all. Not. Uh, second episode of Batman date has been announced. It's called Children Children of Arkham. It'll be on September twentieth. I really want to. I really interested I to go back to this because they patched it after the first episode launched, but I wasn't going to replay it to see if it fixed the frame rate problems. Yeah. So I'm I mean, you can't it can't launch in the same kind of state episode one launch, right? It can't. No, right? there's no way. Yeah, that's that's too much. There's no way they're they're incompetent. So I, I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best. I'll try it out. I'm interested in where the story goes anyway. So. Oh, I'm still digging through the news here. There was more stuff. I'm just trying to find it. Uh, lots of 3DS news. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get to. Um, yeah. Lots of games announced for the 3DS, including, was it Mario Superstar Sports? That was one of them. Uh, that looked cool. A new Pikmin game is coming. It's side-scroller. Well, it's uh, 2D perspective. Right. Um which that looked pretty good. It, it's kind of funny that Nintendo did this direct because you know that NX direct is coming real soon. <laughs> uh, also, Mario Maker. Mario Maker's coming to 3DS with no online sharing of levels. So what's the yeah. point? Yeah, that just kind of kills it instantly. What the hell was that about? Um, if you own a PC and you've been waiting on that Mortal Kombat XL, it's finally coming. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, okay. be out in October. Uh, you'll get uh, Mortal Kombat XL and Combat Pack Two are finally coming to Steam. So there's that. Uh, hey, Ark got an update this week for the Xbox One, which I did boot this up to look at it. Um, <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I'm going to read, and it's just it's awful. But Xbox One version is finally in HD. What? It was not in HD. What does it's that still mean? running like garbage? It still doesn't run very well. Um, but when that ga- it's in early access, so there is that. There's always that caveat. What what resolution do you require for you to? Uh... Hey, how's oh, it going? Crap. You gotta play it again. <laughs> you gotta play it again. <laughs> I'll pick that up later. Um, um, sorry about that. Um, so what what I was gonna say is that, like, what resolution do you have to be in order for it to be considered HD? Seven twenty p. 720. So it wasn't 720p? Holy shit. Nope. That game was really rough on Xbox One as far as visuals. Uh, the UI is now in 1080, and the game itself is in 720. But the, it gets better. Hold on. It gets better. They also released a full expansion for the game, and it's not even out. That game is technically and still in early access. <laughs> Welcome to 2016. You have to pay for the expansion? Yes, it's $20. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. That, that's fucking stupid. Yep. That is so fucking dumb. If anybody does that, you're an idiot. A lot of people did it. That game is that game is super popular, especially with streamers. Oh my god, that is so stupid. I think it's an awesome game. I had a lot of fun with it, but I think the practice of releasing an expansion to a game that's not even done yet is mm-hmm. disgusting. That's yeah. that's that that like that physically makes me ill. Yeah. It it's yeah, what the fuck are you doing if you're not making that game work properly and out in fucking joke. It, for real. I mean, I can understand if they were to like 
release the game and then a month after release an expansion, at least that shows something. But to actually release the expansion before the game's technically out, you're a bunch of fucking sh- shysters. I mean, you guys, you, you were working on a fucking expansion before the game was even playable in high definition. Mm-hmm. On Xbox, anyway. You That's gotta remember, this, this game is also a big PC game. Yeah, um, that's that's unprecedented, right? I've never seen any other early access to do this. I have never seen this happen. Before. And supposedly the expansion is fully done. Like, there's no... It's not early access. It's a full... It's a whole new area. Like, if you've played that game, it takes place on, like, this, like, tropical kind of island. Um, the new area is, like, all desert. God damn it. Jesus, dude, what, what the hell? The fuck is doing what is that? that? Stop that. I bet it was John. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. I was like, I'm trying to talk, and somebody's rubbing their. You don't even have a your... beard anymore, John. What made that noise? <laughs> As, the microphone's rubbing on my shirt. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, but yeah, that like that's a whole new area with new enemies and new environments, and like your game. What's the not, environment? It's desert with like oh. new uh, creatures and stuff. That. That almost sounds illegal, or rather it should be, but it's not, because <laughs> no one would ever think to do such a oh, terrible thing. The worst part is, is it'll sell. Probably will. It will. Like, people That's... love that game, and I get it. It's a cool game, but Jesus Christ, show some restraint when they're, like, clearly gouging you. Oh, my God. Not to mention, well, you remember when that game launched on Xbox One Early Access? They said releasing fully in summer 2016. Uh, falls here, kids. Where's my game? <laughs> Took you that long to make it HD. Congratulations. Well, it's a shocking precedent that we'll no doubt we'll see again. Yeah, I nice. hope not, but you're probably right. It's going to happen, especially after this one sells buku amounts. Mm. Uh, if you pre-order Pokemon Sun and Early, uh, sorry, Sun and Moon, uh, you get the pulverizing pancake Snorlax. Oh, I saw, I saw that on the 3DS. <laughs> that animation is fucking hilarious. Um, Skyward Sword is now on the Wii U eShop, and no, it is not playable with the the the, the Wii U controller. No, yeah, that's why, guys. I don't want yeah. that. That's the same. The same. That's the same thing I said when they announced or they released Galaxy. It's like uh, I really wish they'd just map it to the to the right stick. All right. Anybody still playing Street Fighter? Anybody? Anybody? No. Anybody? <laughs> nope. Anybody? Didn't even start. Um, they're doing a double fight money event. Okay. okay. Just thought I'd let you know. It is coming. Uh, between September 2nd and September 4th. Oh, so it's over. Never That's mind. <laughs> Thanks for that news, Ken. Thanks for the heads up to the community. Really appreciate it. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Nobody's playing Street Fighter anyway, so who cares? Uh, anything else? Anything else? Anything else? I feel like there was a couple more things that I I'm, heard. I'm unique. trying to remember what they were, though. Uh, the Ezio collection's been outed again. I'll play that. Uh, I'm good. Oh shit, this is news for me. Uh, but there's a new hut contract coming to Star Wars Battlefront that allow you to run faster. Uh, That'd be nice. I'm gonna have to do that. I love that. I, dude, I still play that game a lot. Like a lot. This is the first hey. week I have not played it. 
You need to do a contract so you can run slightly faster? It's like a it's so it's like a perk. So they have these things in the game called hut contracts and you buy them uh-huh. and then you complete the the stuff that it asks you to do, like get so many kills with this gun or defend so many things in this mode, and then once you unlock it you get a new perk. You get a new card that you can attach to your loadout. Huh. So up to this point it's been stuff like um like there's one that's called a back to bomb that allow you to throw it on the ground, it'll heal your teammates. Um, there's uh, different weapons you can unlock. There's uh, there's one called the scanner, which will allow you to scan and see enemies in the environment. So they're just new cards that you can add to your loadout. But if I can have a card that lets me run faster, I already have the jetpack, which the jetpack is the boss. I got it fully upgraded. I fucking hate the jetpack in I'm, that game. I love the jetpack in that game. It makes everything. It changes the game, baby. Yeah, I hate assholes who use it. I'm sorry, I'm an asshole that uses it. Do you hate me, Drew? Yeah, that's about right. When I'm not, when I'm, when you're on my team, I don't mind it. But when you, when, when you're shooting uh, while you're, you know, using your jetpack, do you yell, "Justice rains from above"? No, because I don't get it no. in the air that long. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's not like a, a hold the button to fly. It's like you hit it and it boosts you up in the air. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I have yet to use her in the game. She's Sarah's awesome. amazing. She's a great character in the game. I have never used her. You uh, you see like you have like a Zarya in your team, right? The black hole. You jump into the sky and you fucking ult them when they're all clumped up together. It's one of the most satisfying things you could ever do in that game. It's fantastic. Or wow. or a diva. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, Zarya's like I don't think Justin had ever been in a black hole because last night, like a. Uh, uh... She hit us with it twice, and he's like, why am I floating in the air and I can't move? I'm like, dude, it's her black hole. Chill out. We'll be out in a second. Calm down. <laughs> I can still use my shield in that, and I'm usually good at just holding my shield up while nobody hits us. <laughs> that's, uh, that's good, unless, you know, you got, like, Farrah, Farrah ult just breaks that shield down in, like, a second. So it oh, yeah. Work. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to the emails. We're going to pick up uh, Mookie's email from last week. This is a long one, so we're going to see what happens. The email's entitled Douchex Bag. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. He says, Hey, all you douchebags with your fucking costumes. (laughs) Uh, Seriously, no rant or too serious stuff this time, but to share my experience with one of my personal Game of the Year contender for this this year, which is uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Uh, before that, I would like to correct something that indeed that the first version of Human Revolution was a bit weird uh, of some of the boss fights I encountered, but it didn't hinder me finishing the game and chose my ending. Spoiler alert, if you're worried about spoilers for Human Revolution, I sacrificed myself for humanity. I, I think All a right. lot of people did that because that seemed like the right way to go. Well, that was a default. That's what the canon ending anyway, isn't it? That that kind of blows my mind. Uh, But after adding the missing link and the game plus, the new game plus mode, I got uh, on board and played them again. The director's cut came in, and despite that it looks a bit bad than uh, a bit bad than the vanilla version, everything was peachy. Improved boss fights, more options to take them down with uh, registering as without it registering as a kill for your personal no kills achievement. Uh, In the end of the game, there's also an overpowered weapon from the missing link that I can finally carry over to the main game. Uh, and things gone so easy till the end. Bullet bullet point list. So the new game, I didn't go uh, far from the main missions because I'm still exploring things and hacking stuff while I discover the city. 
I think they improved uh, in a lot of things, like plus points I want to point out. Larger first map after playing the first mission. Interesting new augs. Uh, a lot more refined hacking system. And to me, the best hacking system in game I've ever seen next to it was the first Bioshock hacking. So, man, that Bioshock hacking minigame was cool. Uh, even, it was Pipe Dreams. Yeah, it was Pipe Dreams, which I love Pipe Dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the shooting system is a bit loose on aiming, uh, I can still make headshots. Love the world of Deus Ex. Since I pre-purchased the game, I got the tactical and lethal packs that ended up only using the sniper tranquilizer rifle and didn't mind the rest. Uh, love the idea of a lot of things to read and discover in the game. Bugs are there, and one of the weirdest ones was were two guys that I needed to take down just to go through. So when I stealthily took the first one, the other guy was about to attack me. When I shot him with the stun gun, he eventually disappeared. Then the al- all the alerts went off. Uh-oh. Welcome to modern gaming, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, no game-breaking bugs, and knowing myself that the so-called PC Master Race is totally stupid and immature, the game is playable, and if you guys are curious about the specs of my rig, you can just check my Steam profile. Uh, as long as the game is playable, regardless, then I'm fine. So, f- SLI, Crossfire, or 4K-enabled bullshit. And I'm sorry to those who are offended, because uh, I'm with all honesty, it is stupid at this generation for now. Uh, about the microtransactions in the game, people need to chill the f*** out. After checking and researching about the system in the game, I realized that it's just a pay-to-cheat system for those who are impatient douchebags. <laughs> And get those <laughs> perks early when you can actually earn them in-game. Uh, it's not too much of a big deal because in the end there's a goddamn Game Plus. So I personally advise well, to finish the game and replay it with the Game Plus so you can do the things you couldn't do from your first run, you fucking douchebags. There's an uh, interesting... I like how you're reading uh, it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how he intended to be read, so it counts doing it justice, I believe. Yes. Uh, there's an interesting video that Jim Sterling put up, and he'd been contacted, because he'd spoken about the... Um, microtransactions in Deus Ex and he'd been contacted anonymously by one of the devs and up until about a month before launch they had no idea it was having them so the game is paced as if there are no microtransactions so he's absolutely right you're paying to to breeze your way through that game so don't buy the microtransactions and, 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 and by the way there are these things called trainers that you can download on the internet if you so prefer and guess what you can just get them for free, and they do everything that the microtransactions do, include giving you I mean, infinite credits, infinite uh, <laughs> practice points, and all that jazz. So don't pay to cheat, boys. Just just be smart. You, you, be know, smart about you it. know, just to actually cheat. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand why people like Jim Sterling get upset when there's these things in the game. Because if these things weren't in the game, you wouldn't have a fucking career. You wouldn't have anything to bitch about. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Jim Sterling will find something to moan about. But because obviously it's... you can't just enjoy fucking video games. you got to bitch every week. That's what your Patreon is yeah. built on. That's absolutely. He's making money from it. Yeah, that's awesome. So cool. <laughs> well, that's a part of it. It's kind of like what his platform is based on, like pointing things out. And uh, I believe he says something like games that have uh, microtransactions on it, that's full price. Are in his like game of the year contenders or something like that. I think that's a bit unfair, but I understand where he's coming from from a fundamental standpoint. So I get it, but he's kind of on like the extreme side of how like against microtransactions, you know, are. I'm I'm kind of in like the middle. I can see how they can be useful to some degree, but like in systems like this where it's like yeah, 
you're paying a full price game, and then now they expect you to pay to like you know get some like cheat codes basically. And like, we used to unlock these, and yeah, times are different, but the, this is like the the very definition of nickeling and diming your you know your fan base, right? This is like this is it. This is exactly this. There's no reason why this has to be paid at all. There's no reason why these things are necessary, but they just put it in there just so that they can make a little bit more money. I'm not sure if it had anything to do with IDOS, or I'm not sure if it's in- entirely by Square Enix. But either way, it's 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 a shady thing to do. And complaining about it is fine. Because complaining about it and raising a fuss is how you let the developers know that they don't like this kind of thing. So ultimately, I don't think it, it's like a futile thing to do, or like a bad thing to bitch about things. You just gotta bitch about the right things. You know, just don't blow it all out of, you know, proportions. I think uh, Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided, still a very fine game. One of the best games I played this year. Um, definitely carries on the torch of the Deus Ex name. But the fact that these things are included in the game does uh, leave, like, a blemish in the name uh, of what it's about. Because, I mean, the game's about, like, fucking capitalism and control and money and information <laughs> and everything. And then you have fucking microchank sections in the game. <laughs> Like, ironically, you know? Like, I mean, what the fuck are you doing with your time? You know, you, you say that bitching about them is how you let the developers know. That's yeah. not how you let the developers know. Yeah, you pay, you, you don't buy the games, right? Oh, you don't buy the microtransactions, because let me put it to you this way. If I can put something out there that somebody's gonna buy that doesn't cost me anything to make, uh-huh. I'm gonna keep putting that shit out there. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, the thing is, it's how business. do you control people? How do you tell people not to buy things? You, you 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 tell them that it's useless, it's bad, and it's something that they shouldn't do. Maybe and you part should... of that is kind of raising awareness to some degree. You, you know what my problem with people like with like Jim Sterling and, and people like Angry Joe is? What? Talk to me like a normal fucking person. Don't talk to me in your stupid fucking character. That is not you. If you've ever watched Jim Sterling in a normal interview, great guy. Really down to earth, really humble, talks, you know, like I, I listen when he talks like that. When he puts on his sunglasses and his little tie and stands in front of his little, you know, flag or whatever, I fucking immediately tune out because you're just catering to idiots at that point. Talk to me like a person. Don't talk to me like some fucking. Mm. I don't, well, I don't like that stuff. I don't like it. Like, I, I totally agree with every point that Angry Joe made about No Man's Sky. You know why I didn't believe anything he said about No Man's Sky? Because he is t- essentially acted like a six-year-old, laying on the floor, stomping his feet, screaming. That doesn't speak to me. That speaks to idiots. Yeah, unfortunately, it's... It's you exactly have to have one of those personas. There yeah. are so many idiots out there that need to know about this stuff too. So I mean, you know, that's a service in its own right. Well, that's cool. That's cool that he caters to the people that he claims he hates. That's fine. Well, it, it's a case of that the personas are um, are there to attract the audience, and they have, you know, that's how they yeah, make their money. Have, so. I mean, yeah, don't 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 give these companies money, but like, comment, subscribe. This video is brought to you by Loot Crate. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> Eat a big fucking dick, seriously. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way about the YouTube personalities. I think there are some that are just made out there to be exploitative. So it's kind of saying whatever they can or whatever they want to get the widest range. But as long as they're doing it honestly and with some passion, 
and it's for mostly the greater good. I think it's fine if they're making some money off of it. I got you no gotta problem. Make a living. I got no problem with them making money off of it. My problem is is when they cater. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that any more than these companies making shitty business decisions. I get it. I know why Square Enix puts microtransactions in the game. It's because they're a fucking business. They want to make money. I get it. That doesn't make it right. And I totally agree with a lot of the points these guys make. But I don't agree with the way they're making it. Yeah, but the points and the ideas that they present is what matters, not the personality they present to themselves. Well, that's that's just me, though. I tune that. As soon as I see you acting like a four-year-old, Mm. I'm done. I, I don't take your like. You come to me with a with a true problem. I'll listen to you. Talk like a human being. Don't put on some uh, facade. I don't want to see. I, I don't need to see that. Yeah, that's that's why I listen to. I I subscribe to like Total Biscuit. He's a he's a genuine guy. Like he, I mean, he and I differ in a lot of things, especially when it comes to like PC gaming and stuff like that. Absolutely. But uh, like he he's genuine. He's not a character. If you talk oh, to him, he's a in real life or if, yeah, he's, he's like a regular guy. So just listen to them. You know, it's like that's kind of one of those things. And like we we've been in the business long enough, and we've seen all the different practices of businesses in the game industry long enough that we have our own very well informed opinions too. Absolutely. So. It just comes down to getting that basis, and it's kind of like become a politician, right? You have to do a lot of slimy things in order to get to that platform where you can kind of make change and have the influence required to do anything about a problem. And I feel like a lot of these personalities, a lot of this catering especially, right, is exactly the same thing as what the politicians do. And it's a necessary evil in my book, but I, I can understand why you don't like it, Ken. Because, you know, nobody likes politics, right? No, nobody likes politics. Yeah. I, I hate all the bullshit behind that, too. Indeed. Just, uh, just a bunch of people standing up on a podium saying, look at me, look at me, yay. Anyway, to continue on with the bullet points before we get a sidetrack, uh, I know that the game isn't for everyone, especially for those who don't like stealth games. But if you stop and think about it, the game can also be approached in different ways, including talking your way out of things. Uh, however, the idea of a one-time use on the in-game bonus items is quite alarming. I may need to do, I may need to discover this for myself and see how true this can be. But personally, with all these in-game bonuses, the game is totally playable from start to finish. So just shut the fuck up, internet, and play the goddamn game and have fun. There you go. <laughs> I'm um to give an idea of what Wookie's talking about. I got on my second playthrough, right? No cheats, no nothing. Uh, normal difficulty. On my second playthrough, I'm about maybe. A little past third way through the game, and I basically have every augmentation unlocked. Basically everything that I want, like except for like two things that I don't even need or want. So I've gotten that many practice points by playing the game naturally. So you don't need to do anything. Like the pro- the progression and the leveling is smooth. It's fine. All right. Uh, he says, in the end, I'm having a fucking blast with Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. This game is a love letter to those who love the series, more refined experience for those who are new to the series and don't have to worry about, like what Jay said, the game will have 13 to 15 minute intro video about how human revolution went, and you'll get up to speed, a must-play game indeed. By the way, by the way if you guys have, uh, have played Dead by Daylight on PC, uh, please let me know, and I also would like to recommend Formula Fusion for those who missed the Wipeouts experience. Uh, my next game, I would hope for Quantum Break or on Steam or Mafia Three. Uh, Mafia Three is going to be on Steam, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. It'll be on Steam. I think he's talking about Quantum Break because it's coming to yes. Steam, right? Oh. And it's been delayed. Oh. Okay, like as far as like what he wants to buy, huh? Yeah, okay. yeah. 
Mafia Three looks really cool. I hope it's Ma- cool. Mafia yeah. Three looks like Mafia. I, I love Mafia Two. I love. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't love Mafia beat, Two. I don't beat GTA games, but I beat the shit out of Mafia Two, and I was enthralled the whole way through. So yeah, I really yeah. like Mafia. And Mafia I actually 3 didn't play setting. much of Mafia Two. Yeah, Mafia Three setting and characters just look really cool, man. Yeah. I just I love that time period. The music's fantastic. That's, that's like that's my favorite style of music. You know, the old school rock kind of stuff. I love the fact that it's you know it's kind of in New Orleans kind of thing. I'm totally down for that game. Yeah, I'm excited about that game. There's a there's an allure I think to the whole mafia thing because of the whole you know it, it's like a part of a family, right? There's a community. There's like an honor involved. It's like the western. It's the Western equivalent of like Yakuza, you know. So there's like a code in being a mafia. Is there's like a Yakuza thing, and I think a lot of that lore, the tradition, really shines through in a lot of the storytelling and what that game is all about, you know. And I think that when I was playing Mafia Two, it really introduced me to a lot of what being a mafia is about, and I I really uh, was interested by that. So Mafia Three, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the gangster movies and stuff like that. So I'll tell you a secret hidden gem out there, if you can find a copy of it, is The Godfather 2. The Godfather like, 2 I is like really good. It yeah. really is a good game, and like nobody played it, and man, that game was really cool. It was way better than the first one. Oh god, the first it's one is terrible. Way the first one I, I fucking maxed out, though, because I... That like the Godfather is one of my favorite movies ever, kind of thing. Yeah, but and game, so I had to, I had to buy it. Game was I bought good, the, I played it on 360 and beat the shit out of that game. But Godfather two, Godfather two is so good, so good. Uh, Eor Cara sent us an email. All right, it says hey yo, it's Eor Cara. This is in reference to an email we read last week. Uh, it says first off, Adam, it didn't take me 30 years to suck on some titties, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I did that when I was 14 or 15 with the girlfriend at the time. From memory, they were a mouthful. Or was it from mammary? <laughs> anyway, that was my joke, not his, so you can blame me. Um, Ken, I still don't see the podcast link on top of N4G. You need to talk to your people again. Anyhow, that's it. I just jumped on to address my titty sucking for Adam. <laughs> He also polished the uh, the infamous N4G image. Drew is now wearing a bison hat with a Google logo on it. <laughs> okay, do you have a picture of that? I do. I I don't think I can send it in the uh, the Skype thing, can I? I think so. Can I add an image to the Skype chat? This is making for great radio, by the way. Mm-hmm. No, this is exactly what we need. Compelling. Uh, all right, there it is. There you go. Uh, moving on. <laughs> we got an email from a new oh. person. I think he's new. I don't think I've read an email from him before. His name's Chad. He has the greatest email address, which I'm not going to read on here, but it's really good. Uh, he said the email is entitled "Let's Play with Each Other." So, Drew, we found out who's watching our videos. Yeah, I oh, know that damn. guy. He, he listens to Phoenix now. Okay, he says, "Hi, gang. I'm one of the three people that watch your videos on YouTube, and I love them." <laughs> the other two is me and Ken. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, however, I'm a little disappointed about something. I just made it through episode 23 of Soma. Damn, this guy's on it. Uh, and I still haven't heard Drew scream like a little bitch yet. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm sure I've heard a couple times. Uh, I recently went back and watched Drew's 2013 fondling video of Outlast. The sheer look of <laughs> panic and squealing in that video is pure YouTube gold. 
Yeah, that, I can remember what I can remember watching that live on Twitch when you did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a link to that Outlast video. By the way, I haven't seen it yet. Dude, no, I played through the entirety <laughs> of that game. Uh, please push the uh, originals on YouTube a little more. You have more fans than you realize. With that said, I have two selfish requests. First of all, I know it's not out yet, but please do a let's play of Outlast Two. That's one of my most anticipated games right now. Plus, I will shit my pants if they announce it is compatible with PlayStation VR. Then I'll shit my pants again when I play it in VR right before I keel over and die from a heart attack. My second request is to please do a Let's Play of Hearts of Stone or Blood and Wine expansion. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Come on, man. That's like a 30-hour expansion. He says they're not that long if you just mainstream the story. That's not uh, what The Witcher's about. You gotta uh, do all the things. Uh, I've already 100%ed the game in both expansions and working on my third playthrough. Oh, Jesus. shit. Uh, I've never yeah. been the, uh, this addicted to a game before. It's just too damn good. I know uh, Ken and Jay have already played around with the expansions, but I would totally... But I would really hate for Drew to miss out on this because he's too busy, or any of you for that matter. I own The Witcher 3. I own um, Hearts of Stone. I do not own Blood and Wine, and I am three hours into that game. Period. All right. You want to play the N4G radio drinking game? Sure. All right. He's got a list here. Take a shot. When Ken vapes into the mic. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. ready. Okay. It's about 15 so far today. Uh, Drew says, truth be told. Truth be told. <laughs> you must say that a lot. Right. I do. John talks about some dumb car game. <laughs> yeah, That's okay. Two dumb car games today, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Jay talks about some obscure JRPG that no one has ever heard of. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, or when anyone emails or tweets about Xeno Gears or episode 12.7. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> congrats on 10 years. You should feel proud. Wait, I mean old. You should feel old. I do feel old. Uh, you guys are awesome and pretty much have the only opinions I care about anymore. Wow. That's 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 high that's praise. That's an honor. Yeah. Yeah, a... I mean, our opinions ain't worth shit either. Yeah. yeah. Also, he sent oh. a picture of Drew um, from the Outlast video. Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> Let me see if I can add it in here. This is he must have, he must have watched the full thing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that you got you got to put that picture in the in the podcast thing somehow. Okay. I think I do. That, yeah, that needs that's, that needs to be your profile classic. picture on Twitter. So, all right. So here's the thing. <laughs> that's from me doing the fondling video about last whenever I first played it. <laughs> I did a full stream of the entire game yeah. with a live audience whenever we, me and Jay did our 24-hour gaming marathon thing. I played the entirety of that game on the stream, and it's on our Twitch channel. Um, so you can definitely find that. I, there's, a, there's a lot of me not doing much, but then there's a lot of me screaming too. So, And I played it in the dark. Yeah, I watched that. That was pretty good. I remember asking the chat, I was like, does it look all right? Can you see my face? And then all you can see is the illuminating on my face. <laughs> it's perfect it is. how the screen is illuminating on my face. Oh, man. I was like, wow, this is great. Right. I, uh, during that stream, I also did a bit of playthrough of Fatal Frame 2. I was talking about like swamp ass and everything. It was pretty good because getting real nervous. That game is scary. 
Yeah, it is. All right. I did all of that last. You should definitely check that out. I think Ken saved it as a highlight. I think I did, yeah. I think it's like five hours long. It's a long one. Yeah. All right. One last email. This comes from uh, Sam. Sam in Seattle. You know him. Mm-hmm. This email is called Titty Sprinkles. This email is long. <laughs> all right, then. Let's, let's buckle uh, down and get to it. I love Titty Sprinkles. That's a great word. Uh, I believe it was Hunter who said he'd been listening since middle school or high school. This made, <sighs> this made me want to share my fucking story, bitches. Yep. Right. When I was a little freshman dick tits, or near that time, can't remember exactly, I subscribed to the PlayStation, the official magazine. Uh, in one of the first issues, I saw an ad for some site called N4G. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, after that, it was history. At the time, my only gaming device was a PSP. Uh, I discovered N4G from a PlayStation official magazine. Saw the post for the N4G radio on there. Uh, that was 8th or ninth grade. I've since graduated, completed two years of college, and joined the Marine Corps on a five-year contract. You feel old? You feel old right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fast forward, I'm 24. I've been married to the love of my life. He 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 phonetically spelled it out for me. McCauney. Uh, for a year and a half. And my five-year contract is up in a little over four months. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so old. Uh, we're moving to Tennessee, the farthest from Seattle I've ever been, because why the hell not? It looks beautiful, and I'll be finishing up my degree there. Sam in Seattle won't be in Seattle anymore. Stupid fucking mm. handle. But Sony, have to yep. change his name, yeah. Uh, but Sony won't let me change it. Yeah, Sony Fast won't let change it. Uh, I've been listening to you guys the whole time. Jay said a few weeks ago that the podcast is something consistent that may mean a lot to some people, and he's right. Even amidst all the personal shit uh, y'all have gone through, you've still done the podcast. Having kids, getting married, losing loved ones, etc. That means a lot to me. From y'all's condolences when I was 17 and my best friend committed suicide to the craziness of the Marines right now, it's been awesome to hear friends hanging out talking about games. As long as you all put out the podcast uh, is as long as I'll listen. So thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, I know Sam went to... A PAX, and he met a couple people from our show. I think he met with Cat, didn't he? Yes, I believe so. I remember he met Cat because Cat was mentioning it. Mentioning, it. I think she even took some pictures with him. I know Cat took pictures with Gambus when they were all at E3. Yeah, I think he met Gambus as well. Uh, Gambus never went to PAX, I don't think. I th- oh, he went to E3. I-, I thought he met Gambus. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. Gambus should have been out there doing like his own fucking booth when he was at E3. I'm gonna tell you that. I know. Uh, mm-hmm. Now let's uh, let's <laughs> let's back away from the somber shit. Uh, Longmire is awesome. Everyone, listen to Ken and go watch it. <laughs> uh, fun fact: It is filmed in Las Vegas, New Mexico, where my wife is from and her parents live. It's weird as hell to recognize most of the places in the show. Uh, here, I'll write here, Drew. Side note, I met Cat at Paxnam near six years ago. Any plans for any of you to attend another con? If I'm there, I'll buy you a beer. I, if I, I, I can't afford jack shit anymore. I know. I don't, I can't even find the time. Like, uh, I got a mortgage. <laughs> like, uh, we get invited to a lot of things that they will pay for us to go to, and we can't even find the time to do that. It's just that's what happens when this is not your main form of income. Yeah, yeah that's true. 
Oh, I'll get back to Gamescom one day. Uh, I haven't been to a con one year. since... God, my, my kid had just been born. I went to PAX East. And he's six now. He's in fucking kindergarten. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, lastly, can you all please say the word moist a few times? My wife hates the word, and that'd be awesome. <laughs> moist. <laughs> moist. Moist. Oh, moist. That's a moist. weird word. Really Speaking moist. of television, and this will be relevant to you, Ken, I just started rewatching Lost. Because you've just it. finished. Yeah, I have. We we picked up like they had the box set on Blu-ray, dirt cheap for the whole lot, and so we picked it up. And I originally sort of lost. Um, I think after series two, because um, over in the in the UK, it was series one and two were on Channel Four, which is a terrestrial channel, uh, and then Sky bought them up, and I didn't have Sky at the time, so I kind of didn't didn't follow it on from there, but. Uh, we just kind of watched the first, I think maybe first three episodes so far, hoping to get through it sort of in a couple of months and, yeah, and enjoy show, it. That show went through some weird stuff during the writer's strike. Like there was, yeah. there was a short season that wasn't very good. Um, but man, I, that last episode, I forgot it was two hours. I watched it last night. But man, that is that is some compelling ass television, that last episode. Like it hit me in the feels, man. Yeah. Cool. I guess if you watch them all kind of close together as well, you probably get a better impact from it. Yeah, and it's weird watching it when you know what's going to happen because part of the allure of that show is not knowing what happens. Yeah, because I don't know. I've managed to go spoiler-free pretty much. So Yeah, it was weird watching the last season and seeing how much of it they, they uh, episode 3 it. <laughs> like, here's this, here's that, here's this. Like in episodes, like bam, 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 bam. That part was weird. Mm. But that last episode, Ooh. man, still good. Yeah. Uh, he ends the email by saying, play fucking games and shit, deuces. Will do. So deuces. Deuces. Give it a shot. All right. That's the emails. Let's go to the Twitter. Wrap this show up. Uh, speaking of TV, Adam writes in and says, I'm back on the Supernatural wagon. What shows are you there guys you watching during the superhero show hiatus? Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm watched, watching Supernatural with my girlfriend. Yeah, I watched Lost. I'm watching Lost. Uh, I'm also going to catch up on Supergirl when it hits Netflix the end of this month because I didn't, I never really got finished with that. And then I'm I gonna, don't know if we'll get that over here. And then I'm going to watch Longmire, the new season, because that's a good show, baby. It's coming soon. Yeah, that's uh, in September. What next month is probably what uh, American Horror Story. I still haven't caught up on that, but I th- is that month- is that show got better since like the I watched I watched the first season really liked it I watched the second season and I thought it was like eh. nobody liked and the second that- season except for me I like I like I like the second season season three was the one that was kind of that was meh, the witches meh. right the witches yeah, yeah Coven that, that one fell was, off on that yeah I, I haven't seen four yet so. I saw I watched any of them four is all right dude no like seriously. That first season, first season's great. Because it's crazy good. It is uh, like each season is its own. It's its own story. Story, yeah. Story, yeah. yeah. The, the only thing is, is like, it, and it's so weird. I've never seen a show do this. They reuse all the actors. Most of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're and, good actors too. Yeah, that's what makes it work. Can't take, really a drink. Drink. take a drink. Take a take drink. Take a shot. Leave uh, me alone. I don't smoke. I'm kind lot. of. I'm waiting for uh, new Agents of Shield. 
um, to start. I'm not sure. That's October, isn't it, I think? so. Everything's in uh, October, and I feel bad because, like, CW is meshing. So, like, I didn't watch Legends of Tomorrow, but when it hits Netflix, I probably will, just so I can keep up with that whole universe, because I don't really like oh, that, God. that show. Oh, speaking of Netflix, uh, Narco Season 2 just came out. I, I watched the first episode of that yesterday. I have not seen Season 1. Like, I keep thinking about watching it, but I haven't watched it yet. You, were, I think you would like it, Ken. That's a good, that's a quality series. Very tense, very realistic too. Uh, the, the actors are fantastic. Um, it's just a really cool story. And also, if you guys watched the uh, the short miniseries that just aired on HBO called The Night of, it's like a murder mystery thing. And that show is phenomenal. Phenomenal. You, I recommend it to everybody. Basically, yeah. it's just, it's really good. And it's a very short watch too. It's only like six or seven episodes, so it's a short show, but it's very good. I need I need hmm. Rick and Morty season three to start. Oh, uh, don't! don't. <laughs> I, I I I finished the season two when it aired, so I've been waiting all this time. So you know it's been getting to me. I just keep rewatching episodes here and there, and I'm like, I need more of this. Is that Cartoon Network? It's Adult Swim, uh, right? Adult, Adult Swim. Swim. Yeah, I, I didn't know what it came it's on. It's like my favorite new series of like the last couple of years. I haven't. So I've good. only watched like. Five or six you, episodes you of the first to, season. You need to go watch the rest of it. Season two yeah. is so good. All all the seasons are good. The first episode kind of eases you into it, but once you get like to the, I think the second episode is the one with Snowball, right? Yeah, the, Snowball. The oh, that's so good. Yeah, Where we are my balls, Summer? They've been taken. We were talking. Where we were they? talking about. Yeah, we were we're, that's on one of the Strider episodes. Strider episodes. You may call me Snowball, Morty. You have always been nice to me. Because it was because it was funny because um what was it we were talking about Lapidus on Lost which I I, I answer your question the answer to your question in that episode is yes what you asked me if he made it yeah he did survive yeah no I don't okay. want to say too much because I don't want to talk to John's watching it so I don't want to talk right. about it but Lapidus um, made it. But um, but then you're like, he was in Lawnmower Man, wasn't it? I was like, yeah. I was like, you remember that Rick and Morty episode that was like Lawn, Lawnmower Man? Lawnmower Dog. <laughs> Lawnmower Dog. Oh, man. It's amazing where our conversations went on that episode. Dude, the Strider ones are great because we just have random ass fucking conversations. There's a lot of weird conversations in the Strider episodes. Yeah. Soma's all about, oh, what's going to happen? Look oh. out for the turd guy. I don't comes know, the, the, turd, the turd guy is bothering me, which I looked at the walkthrough, what we have to go through next. Apparently, it's the worst part of the game, and I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, I watched, uh, like, a random episode because it just popped up on my subscriptions, and for about five minutes of the 11-minute episode, it's like, Ken's like, damn, I just... I just need to find the butthole. I gotta, I gotta find the butthole. Yeah. That's like five minutes of the whole fucking thing. It's like, oh man, it's, I can't see anything. I gotta find the butthole. And she was like, yeah, we gotta find the butthole. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> you tell me what that looks like when you do that. Hey, hey, hey. It's an alien thing, you know. We can't describe it in human terminology. Yeah, can I can. It's called a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I need to put my hand in a butthole. I need so to I put can my hand. Myself. Like, what's funny is if you watch the earlier episodes, like it ramps up. Like eventually, you're like, oh, I'm gonna st- oh man, I'm gonna put the whole fist in there. The whole fist yeah. is going in the butthole. Yeah, he's originally just touching it, and then he puts his finger in. Nobody's just fucking <laughs> fisting it. You just need greater and greater simulation as you go, man. That's how it is. <laughs> and, and we we progress with him because there's like one episode where I did it, and we're, me and Drew are both like, oh yeah, right in the butthole. <laughs> Just stick your whole arm in there. 
<laughs> just can we can we get two hands in there? Let's try it. Let's experiment. Oh. Put your head in. Yeah, just put your head in. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, he also tweets: Check out this new game made by some ex RuneScape staff, Lightseekers. Uh, Lightseekers.com reminds me of something. I clicked on the link he sent. Lightseekers.com. That has some total like Skylanders artwork, but they don't have any media. Like I clicked on their YouTube channel, they have no videos. Hmm. But it looks like Skylanders artwork. Mm. Uh, speaking of our Soma playthrough, Mookie sent a tweet saying, uh, here's the new episode of Soma, the Alf-King-Inju episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I swear, man, we went through that video sequence, I don't know how many times. That was a whole episode of us trying to figure out how to get him to give us the code. I thought it was like two episodes. It, like, we figured it out in the second episode. Yeah. Like there's literally oh, that, a... that puzzle is pretty tough, actually. you got to find yeah. the right modules and stuff. But it didn't yeah. even, like, we didn't even know you needed modules, so we just kept replaying the same oh, one over and over, yeah. like, how do we do this? Yeah. Uh, Mookie also... like, Go back to his room. <laughs> yeah, we kept going back to his room, like, I can't find nothing else, man. Uh, Mookie also sent us another video to that awesome-looking ARC game, which we'll probably never play, so stop sending us videos of that awesome-looking game. Yeah, that, that game Korean Diablo so game, right? Yeah, that thing looks awesome. The visuals in that game are fucking outlandish. Apparently, it went into open beta last week. I just want to play it. Yeah. I can I can understand the language. I have no excuse. I should play it. Maybe you yeah, can I play should. play with me and be my translator. Yeah, maybe I could do that. Maybe there'll be a video. Who there knows? you go. That's a that's a let's play video. There you go. Uh, Mookie sent us a GIF that I'm not going to post here, uh, but he said his childhood's officially ruined. I don't think you want to see it. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Let's just say Tom and Jerry do some things that uh, you don't want to see. Nah, I'm good. Where do you find this stuff? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It scares me. Uh, the dark corners of the internet. Uh, Anthony replied to a tweet I put out today saying that we have like the best fans, even though we don't have a lot of fans. He said in the DJ Khaled voice, we the best. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, he also says, first I want to say good job, Ken, on getting off the SIGs. And also, just finished replaying South Park. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Still this year, right? November? Yeah, it's, uh, December. Yeah. December. December? Okay. There's quite oh, a few wow. games in December this year. There's that, and Dead Rising, and uh, yeah. there's something else in December. Steep. Steep, that's the other game. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Radical. Uh, Anthony says, how about that Pikmin petition for the new Pikmin not being enough like Pikmin? It's been four years. <sighs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> is there really a petition about the new Pikmin? Of course there is, because it's, yeah, it's, it's literally any opinion has a petition. Okay, well, I, I want to make a petition to stop making petition about video game things. Can we do that? I'm, I think someone's probably already done it, to be fair. Probably. Uh, Chandler says, did anyone hop on the Battlefield 1 beta this week? Uh, if so, thoughts? It feels like a Battlefield 4 reskin. I was hoping for a new type of gameplay. I uh, don't. No. I did not. I, I, I downloaded it, and then I, I never I never played it. I have no interest in that game. I think it looks cool. Like, I'm interested in the campaign, but, like, I thought about it after I downloaded it, because, you know, I downloaded the Titanfall tech test, too, and I'm like, I'm just not going to play the multiplayer of these games. I'm just not. I want to play the uh, campaigns. I, I had fun with the Titanfall multiplayer for about 20 hours or so. Yeah, it did. But it, I am course. definitely yeah, definitely much more excited for the single-player campaign because it looks so intriguing. And they've done a phenomenal job showing it off in the trailers. So, yeah, so that's that's a thing. Yep. Uh, um, 
Go ahead. I got I got the Pikmin uh, petition thing here. It says petition for Nintendo to cancel Pikmin 3DS, <laughs> and it's got 263 supporters so far. <laughs> I don't understand. I get that it's not like the other Pikmin games because obviously it's on 3DS. You know, it's not going to be 3D and stuff. Um, such a 2D game, but imagine if they started a petition to cancel Metroid Prime because it was not in 2D, because it was too different from Metroid games. We would have missed out game. on a phenomenal game. They probably would have if the if the petition thing would have been big back then. But we're talking historically speaking. Yeah, they take these gambles and risks, and it might not be very similar to the game that you were playing before. But that doesn't mean the game's going to be any different. What if they started a petition to cancel Resident Evil 4 before it came out because it's so radically different from the other ones? Then we would have messed out on one of my favorite games of all time. Like, why don't you just let the game come out and then after you play it, and judge it afterwards? Why do you try to stop it before it didn't exist? What's the purpose of this? What are you trying to do? I don't get it. Well, ask, ask them how that petition for getting rid of Metroid Prime Federation Force went for them. <laughs> I don't know. That game still came out. Anyway, uh, Steve says, is anyone else getting really excited for ReCore, or is it just me? No, brother, I'm right there with you. That game looks like exactly something I'd like to play. There was a video that posted this weekend, 15 minutes of gameplay. I watched five minutes of it. I'm like, yep, that's something I want to play. So, I'm excited. Yeah, it looks cool. I like character action games, I do. I have mm. far too many games to play as it is. I really want to play Deus Ex, but I'm not going to touch that game until probably next year. I I have point. fought myself from buying that, even though I didn't like the first. I don't know why I do that. Like I, I absolutely loved the first game. I never finished it. Like it sits on my Xbox One ready uh, to install list, and I'm just like, I just don't think I want to play that. What play didn't you like about the original Human Revolution, Ken? I just I don't know. I found it a slog. I didn't find it. Like, nothing drove me to play it more. Mm-hmm. The shooting was kind of bad in that game. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, not, a, yeah, I'm not a stealth guy, so, like, I was uh, trying okay. to yeah. go you know, shooter style. Gotcha. See, I, I'm a big RPG guy, and I love the fact that you can kind of role-play your way out of a lot of stuff. That's you not know? for me. I don't want to talk to people. I want to shoot them. Yeah, that sounds like Deus Ex would be the polar opposite of your game then, unfortunately. Yep. That's why okay. I've, I felt good that I have not fallen into a trap where I bought it because I probably yeah didn't. yeah it's, there was a part changed. the one of the things that made me that, that I felt was brilliant and really made me fall in love with that game was there's a part where you're you're getting to a site where you have some agents already there and you're trying to rush to it because they have like I think their their plane crashed or their helicopter crashed and you're trying to get to the to the crash before the enemies take them over and you have a very limited time to get there. I somehow made it and was able to save that agent, and like that changed the game. And I was like, wow, that's crazy, because I honestly didn't think I would be able to do it. And I was able to do it, and I was like, wow, this is fantastic. Yeah. Like I, I completely changed the story of this game just by you know, playing really, really hard, you know, just like trying to get there as fast as I can, and it was nuts. That game's fantastic. All right, we got another fight on our hands here. Maybe Fantastic. a fight. Uh, David wants to know, American Pie or Porky's? Porky's. Mm. I mean, that really depends. I mean, how many people know what Porky's is? That's an old movie, yeah. Yeah, really I don't remember movie. Porky's. That's probably remember... 70, 78, maybe 79, yeah. early 80s. So it's quite old, but I remember... 
there's a there's a scene um where they're in like the dean's office and someone has stuck their dick through like a glory <laughs> hole in the shower room and the matron had seen it and she's trying to explain to them uh, the the dean because she's like all fully duddy why it's a bad thing and the two guys would ju- and I just was crying with laughter just I I just remember having like uh, fits of hysterics the dean for, for the dean hated ages. her penis and so he wanted to keep calling it a tallywhacker and that's tallywhacker and he kept he kept stuttering tally because he oh that was I just I was in tears loved it that movie's really funny. American the first, Pie. The first American Pie is really funny too. Like they just yeah, ran yeah. that into the ground, you know. Yeah, they did, and I think it was played too much. Like everybody, kind of like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber is a great movie, but oh, fuck, I've heard, I've heard so much. Like everybody's quoted that movie and you know <laughs> talked about it. I'm just so sick of hearing about Dumb and Dumber now. Oh, but man. yeah, American Pie. I mean, how it came out when I was like what 15. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was kind of like that forbidden thing that I couldn't watch, you know, because I was like a kid. Man, that movie, both of those movies are hilarious. I don't know. I've, yeah, the first American Pie is really good too. I, uh, I'll probably go with American Pie because it's more culturally culturally relevant to me. Yeah, because I didn't grow up with uh, Porgies. I can't, I can't, I can't choose because I haven't seen Porgies. I should. Eventually. You should, you should see it. It's one of those like I don't know how it would hold up today, mm-hmm. but back then it was it was something. It's probably not on Netflix, right? No, I'm no. going to go with no on that one. <laughs> Porky's, Porky's is a lot more raunchy than Oh, than extremely is. more raunchy, yeah. Because oh, I, I, okay. I'll put it this way. You don't see dicks in American Pie, but you yeah. see a lot of dicks in Porky's. <laughs> You're not really selling me on the I know. point, Drew. Okay. It's Kim Cattrall's in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah, so one of their first movie roles. Uh, Mookie says, Mother Russia Bleeds. Get it now. I have a code laying around for that, but I I don't know what to do with it because like I don't know that anybody has any time to look at that game right now. I don't even know what it is. It's a, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Um, if they give us two codes so that we can co-op, tally cooperation, maybe? I no. only have one. So. Ah, why do they always do that with, with co-op games, man? I don't know. I try to get us two codes for every co-op game, but Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Dave says, Nintendo are shutting down the AM2R fan project. Thoughts? Uh, the This seems kind of inevitable, I suppose. It's it's disappointing, but I get both sides. I understand, right yeah. Yeah, I understand why Nintendo's doing it. I'm not mad at Nintendo for doing it. I'm just disappointed that it's being done. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's a predictable outcome, honestly. Yeah, because like we is said before, really good. Yeah. <laughs> if you can, if you want it, you can get it. It's very easy to find. Yep, get it while I'm you can. Gonna, yeah, we're not going to tell you where to get it because that's illegal. But you can get it if you want it. You should. I have you, I have Pokemon Uranium. Yeah. If you if you have any interest in Metroid, you should you should search that out because it's, yeah, it's it's pretty very, awesome. Very, very, uh, Nivak responded to my tweet as well saying we were the best podcast. Thank you, sir. Uh, congrats on 10 freaking years. I've been listening to yours since 2011 during my COD sessions. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Here's one. Yeah, this week, man, our show next week is going to be nuts. Uh, PS4, Neo, and iPhone announcement on the same day. 
at the same fucking time. I'm going to have to have an iPad and my PlayStation on. Um, John, let me uh, tell you, the iPhone will be able to make phone calls and search the web, so maybe watch the PlayStation one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, interested to see new IP and maybe Rockstar at Sony's presser. Also, iPhone 7. Yeah, oh, it could man. be... If, if rumors are true, it'll be the first time I'm, um, I, I skip one. The, the first 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 Neo game coming out, they're like, oh, we have a, we have a little trailer to show off what the Neo can do. Red Dead Redemption Two trailer starts playing. No, that imagine that. Mm, imagine that. That's not gonna happen. Though, I don't is think. It? How don't good think, would that be? I don't think. I'd love it to be true. Yeah. I don't think any developers or publishers are gonna be there. I think Sony's gonna be there. Yeah, it'll all be Sony. It'll be Last Guardian and Uncharted, um, Bloodborne. Maybe uh, they'll have they'll have like some real first, first party, party Neo version. Yeah. yeah, they'll probably show God of War or maybe Days Gone. Sony's yeah. always been good with their party though, as well. So it feels like if they're gonna pull something out, and this is something that they need to sell really hard, right? This is a hard sell, so mm, they need to impress with something. Sell. Exactly, so I think they they know like Sony's gotten so good at these little conference things <laughs> to the point where I feel like they have something up their sleeves with this. Well, maybe they'll um, maybe the first game they'll show on it is Gran Turismo Sport. Oh wait, <laughs> no, probably uh, not. That's not that's not that's not that's not a that's not a good thing to sell either. You know, Gran Turismo doesn't impress like it used to back in the PS2 days. So you need something big like the Red Dead Two, and we we're talking about it during E3, right? Red Dead 2 was one of the things that they were talking about to uh, kind of like reveal, and it never happened. Yeah. What better time than now, right? I so heard. We shall see. Was wasn't the rumor it's that it's supposed to be there? It's not true. It's not true. No, it was it was proven false days afterwards. Rockstar's like, no, that's no, that didn't happen. Something happened though. things. I don't think anything happened. I think Rockstar's just not ready to show that game, and I don't know that they're ready to show that game now. Are I, we sure it's Red Dead 2? It's Red Dead 2. You think so? There's, there's no doubt that that's that's Rockstar's next game, but when they're ready to show it, they'll show it. Yeah, and, and they're not going to move on anybody else's timetable. Rockstar could do like an email blast that would get more buzz than a press conference about mm-hmm. Red Dead Two. Yeah, and let's face it, it's not as if they're not swimming in the uh, the the GTA money still. Still yeah. in the top ten GTA selling deals. Yeah. yeah, it's like. They can take as much sweet time as they please, and it's not going to affect their bank balance one little bit. Nope. Last tweet, and this is probably going to mesh into us talking about the Neo, which will be announced this week. Hey, you think they're going to announce that Slim, maybe? That doesn't exist yet? <laughs> yeah. It would be it would be hilarious if they didn't bot. They just went, um, yeah, we've got a Slim, but you know. Because, uh, 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 I mean, Whoa. if they I don't know what I'm there. You, you should hear no, yourself. No. It's crazy. You sound like you're possessed by a demon or something. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're gonna. Um, they they'd be dumb to put too much time into it because, and they have to reference the fact that it's already leaked out. If they've got any kind of sense of humor at all, I think this is a little bigger than a leak. People have the, the goddamn thing. Yeah, I've seen yeah. videos of people turning them on. Yeah, the people are using them now, and it's like, yeah, they have to address that. In and they have to be smart about it. You know, they have to poke fun at themselves. Um, but whether they can do that because they haven't even addressed the the fact that it is out there, they've not even put out a statement to say, 
um, oops, or, you know, yes, we've got some stuff to say on the 7th. They've not done anything like that. So I have to, I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, tweet... it's it's gonna, it's going to be a simple thing. Like one of the things that you do in a conference is it's powerful to have something to say that it's available now. It's available today. That's a good thing to say. Mm. And yeah, they they've spoiled the surprise by apparently just letting people buy the thing already. So yeah, they're going to do that, and they're probably going to make uh, fun of themselves at it too. Uh, they should for that do. reason. Yeah, because uh, they they've seen spoilers and things like that getting leaked. Unless they. That we're going to know about. We're going to know what the Neo looks like before Wednesday because there's going to be something Monday or Tuesday that leaks out. I figured we'd have seen it by bound now. to because let's have. There, I would have thought it would have been the, at some point over the past week, but they haven't got a great track record for keeping shit yeah. secret. Well, so, I mean, they did they did okay under the conference, so keeping like a couple of things secret that were pretty uh, high profile. But either way, it's. I'm just glad, man. I don't know what this thing is going to be. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I'm just glad we're finally going to be able to see it. We're going to be able to talk about it without the idea that it's a rumor. You know, like, that's yeah. the whole caveat that we've been having to go through. Well, everything's a rumor. Everything's unverified. But now we'll have the definite source. And yes, and we'll have, yeah. we'll have a date. We'll have a price, I would imagine. Uh, we'll have all of the specs. Yeah. We'll have stuff running. And at least it'll quash all of that. Um, the next thing is how they market it from that announcement up until launch date, whether that be this year or early next. But um, that's that only time will tell on that one. Sony has to play this very smart because you, you, yeah, it's a hard sell. I mean, it's in some sense I can understand Microsoft getting way way in front of it, which seems counterproductive when they also announced the the Xbox One S. But at least they have. The we've been honest. We don't want you to buy the S when you know something's down the line. We're laying our cards out on the table. We'll have more next year. Um, Sony, you know, <laughs> there's potentially is going to be a lot. Sorry, cool. I don't know. That it was must cool. Be... Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I don't hear any of that. Holy shit! That was so cool. I like. I want to. Oh. I want to. I want to <laughs> remix that. Put it somewhere. I'll stop talking. Oh. No, no, no. Shit. It's, it's, it's the greatest thing that's happened during the show. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's awesome. Chop the screwed version right there. All right, well, let's, let me get this last tweet out of the way so we can discuss this more because this is what it's going to be. Shogun wants to know, so how about the Neo and Scorpio prices? 500 to 800 is my guess. Um, and I'm going to preface this. I'm going to give you straight up what's going to happen on, on Wednesday. PlayStation 4 Slim will replace old PlayStation, and it will retail for 299 Scorpio will launch October 25th for 399 is that your guess? That's my prediction. I think you're right with the price. October 25th. That system has been done for a while. They're ready to go. Patches are hitting at the end of this month for games. Why have they not shown it then? Because they don't want to they don't want to kill Upset sales of PS4 PlayStation 4. They, Scorpio or Neo? Neo. I'm going to tell you right now 100%. You said Scorpio. Was, I'm sorry, Neo. So here was Sony's plan before Scorpio was announced. They were holding Neo for PlayStation VR. They were going to push it as if you want the best PlayStation VR experience, you need a PlayStation 4 Neo. They're launching it two weeks after the VR, so people have a little time to settle down from that $500 purchase that they made. Mm -hmm. 
and spend another 400 on a Neo, which runs a little bit better than the... I still think the Neo is an incremental upgrade over the PlayStation 4. When you say incremental, give me some like numbers here. Uh, what are we talking about here? I'm thinking maybe, maybe mm-hmm. one and a half times more powerful than the PlayStation 4. That's still quite That's, a jump. The 50% jump is huge, Ken. I think you're undercutting the idea. Compared, talking... compared to the Scorpio, which is what? Like, uh, maybe, I'm, maybe, I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking percentage-wise badly, but it, like the Scorpio is like a huge jump over Xbox One. And I think the PS4 Neo is not going to be as huge a jump, and it never was intended to be. Yeah, that's what it seems like. When they had the initial rumors revealed for the specs originally, it seemed uh, significantly improved, but it wasn't uh, the huge leap that the Scorpio was as far as the whole mega flops and shit goes. Yeah. I think you're right, but I think you're wrong on the the slim price. I think that will be 249. No way. 250? That's uh, that's no. a very competitive price. Yeah, there's that'll no sound way. like hotcakes. Yeah, it, I just don't, I just don't see that. Sony's doing too well, and yeah, but I also think that the slim is the whole point of the slim is to reduce costs of manufacturing and to pass those on to the customers. I think that when was the last time the uh, PlayStation got a price drop? Uh, about six months ago, when they dropped at three fifty. Oh, is, it, is it what is it? Is it at the moment three fifty? Yeah, it's three fifty. It's not. Oh my! I'm sorry. No, I thought it was three hundred dollars. So in that case, yeah, you're right. Uh, I thought it'd be a fifty dollar. I thought it'd be a fifty dollar drop. Yeah, but I thought yeah. it was. I he, thought it was three hundred. No, the One S is also three hundred dollars as well, right? The so five hundred right, gigabyte, and that's the other thing is they're going to have more than one model. They're going to have the five the five hundred gigabyte. That'll be two ninety nine. If you want the one or two terabyte, I'm guessing anywhere between three fifty and four hundred. Uh, they'll probably do one terabyte. The thing about like the hard drive limitation for these consoles, adding fifty dollars has always been really dumb to me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Because, yeah, getting a terabyte hard drive of the quality that they have, which is the what fits into laptops, right? It, it does not go up by fifty dollars. Well, it not only that, help. but if you were like Xbox and you were able to do externals, then you just buy the cheaper model and then buy a cheap ass external drive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. It's it's completely unnecessary. So I think like maybe they'll do three hundred and that'll be the one terabyte model. Because dude, five hundred gigabytes don't last much these days. It's five hundred. That's crazy. It's five hundred gigabytes. That's the size. Did you not That's see the videos? Though. The videos are a five hundred gigabyte model. Mm. Oh, for the for the slim only. Yeah, yeah that's for the, the PS4. Show? I think there'll be more models, but the standard mm-hmm. model is five hundred gigs. Five hundred gigs. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. This. This day and age, I mean, it should be one minimum, and that's uh, at the very worst. I mean, there's rumours that the Neo will have eight terabyte drive, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's the kind of size you want, four to eight terabyte, not 500 gigabytes. Not when games like Grand Theft Auto chug along at sort of 70 to 80 gigabytes of storage after their updates. It's crazy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. did you just say that the Neo was rumoured to have an eight terabyte drive? Apparently so. Then I upped my price to 599 yeah, that's the rumor. Oh, that's a three ninety nine Neo will not come with more than a one terabyte hard drive. No way. Uh, it's, po- it's possible that yes, that might just be like one of the SKUs. They might have a, a one or two terabyte and <laughs> then have a, a large a terabytes is ludicrous. They have or... a special get a second job edition. I think the Scorpio is going to be more. I think the Scorpio is going to be five hundred minimum. Yeah, I think that's about right for given the specifications. Um, 
the way the the 480 kind of changes a lot of the market as far as how the pricing is done and the architecture that they're going to be using for their GPU is going to be very competitively priced. So I think Neo is going to be cheaper than what you think. I think 400 is a good price. You know, it's basically what the PS4 launched at. Yep. Same with, well, cheaper than Xbox One minus Connect, I guess. Uh, but uh, the thing about it is that, like, I think that's a good price. And if you think about it from an incremental upgrade point of view, let's say it's a 50% upgrade, that's actually a pretty good investment if you're talking specific just upgrades and power and what Absolutely. you're able to get like, out of it. That, that would actually, if I can get $200 for my PlayStation 4 trade-in and the Neo mm-hmm. is $200 more, I might consider upgrading. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a value proposition. It's also going to be interesting to see how often this happens because if you're doing it every three years, true. Very true, it yeah. can get a bit pricey. Uh, again, this could be the start of the iterative console as opposed to the the full generation but uh i guess this is the tester both the neo and the scorpio are going to be those uh toe in the water kind of situations where microsoft and sony are going to watch exactly how they sell compared to their lower price counterpoints and see whether it's worthwhile continuing well i guess the big question is um and and this goes back to sony you know making this r&d beforehand Sony's going to be behind when the Scorpio launches. Is that but it's going to be ahead for a year? But if it comes out this year, but at the same time, how much ahead? Like, and they're also already technically ahead specification-wise. No, 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 no. I, I totally understand that. I totally get that. Mm. But you're asking somebody to spend another four hundred three years later, whereas yeah. Xbox, and again, where PlayStation Four owners don't feel cheated on their power. No. Like, Xbox One owners, I get. Like, they have been told for the last three years that their console is inferior. Whether or not that's 100% true and worth all the bullshit that comes out of it, that's what they Mm. feel. PlayStation 4 owners feel like they've had the creme de la creme for the last three years. (laughs) Uh, Well... I'm just speaking from, you know, from from their mindset. That's what they think. Yeah, okay. and it's, I mean, it's absolutely right. I mean, you look on any digital foundry or any kind of comparison, there is a slight advantage with the PS4. That I think the difference is negligible at best. Oh, it's terrible. Um, but, did you did you watch the video for Madden? They're like, here's the no. difference between the two versions. Dude, there's no fucking difference. But then, again, <laughs> they're still showing the PS4 being the slightly better console every, almost every time. Yeah, so, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's... Well, I think the problem Sony has, well, it's not a problem, but with the Neo, it is just a smaller version. It's taken away some of, not the Neo, sorry, the the Slim. It's taken away functionality. The Slim version of the Xbox has added functionality with 4K playback. And I know the Neo will do that. I know the Neo will do that. You know, I'm absolutely confident that's the case. But it's also going to be potentially... uh, a hundred dollars more expensive and you have to see whether that value is worthwhile are we going to be in a position especially people like ourselves where we buy both consoles that we're going to have to choose that we have to bunny hop so i'm going to get the neo but i'm going to have to miss a scorpio but I, the next time the next scorpio i'll get um i'm because it, it, it does get very expensive to own all consoles especially when they're changing every two to three years i guess Doubly more so. I, buy a PC. I buy don't. A PC. That's even more talking, expensive. We're not talking PC here. We're we're, we're, we're I know, strictly I know. console, but 
I I'm gonna say this right now. The PlayStation 4 Neo is not gonna run games at 4K. It's not. It will it will uh, upscale. It won't run native 4K. That's There's what I'm no saying. Way. It's not. But I mean, this, the Xbox One S runs shit upscale to 4K. That's. Not, uh, I tell you what, it does a pretty tasty job of it as well. I'm just saying. Even, that's, even, that's... even the Scorpio, the specifications they put out, that's not running games at 4K. No, either. I mean you it's... can, but you're gonna have to sacrifice frame rate, and I don't think that's a good idea. Frame rate is much more important than resolution. What I want uh, out of the Scorpio is I want every mm-hmm. game to run 1080p 60. Every game. Yeah, I, it was a band that still won't happen. I'm not under the delusion that those games are going to run at 4K, and the Neo sure as hell ain't running games at 4K. No. No way. And the, th- the thing is, is that we wanted this last generation. 1080p 60, and we still haven't got it, even with those jumps in performance. Uh, I think it's always we're always going to be chasing that, but because there will be people who de- absolutely want 1080p 60 frames a second, there'll also be a load of people who want the shiny graphics and to mm. look really pretty, and you can't have both because it's always going to be us chasing it because you want the games to look better. Uh, but then they'll have the other subset of people who want it to perform better, and it, it seems like we're chasing our tails every generation. That's the way you're always going to be. And then, you know, like Jay said, you buy a PC, and then you get developers who make shitty PC ports. Yeah. Yeah. There are, you know, plus and minuses to all. Yes, absolutely. If you want potentially the best place to play, it is a PC, but it's an expensive endeavor, and you still end up sometimes getting the short end of the stick with things like the the poor ports, like uh, No Man's Sky and Batman and all of those bits and pieces. There's no real... There's no real winner here. There's no there, one who there, wins. There's no one right answer for no, and it's and it's so so tricky. And I, I'm, I know I have PC and both the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. Um, and I, yes, it's expensive. It seems to be like I'm in a good position. I'm lucky that we can do that. But I, I, the days of like 1080p or 4K gaming on a console, they're not coming with the, the next iteration. They just—they're no. not. I think you just need to. I think everybody just needs to chill the fuck out and just play where they like to play. I'd rather just have games that weren't broken at launch. <laughs> John, than... you're asking for fairy tales. Uh, but I know. But wouldn't you rather have that of than course again, I would. chasing these teraflops? Of course, wouldn't it make I would. sense? I would be perfectly I happy if PlayStation Four and Xbox One were the only consoles for the next four years. I'm cool with that. Mm. I don't care. Um, I don't need a Neo. I don't need a Scorpio. Like. I, I'm one of those people that's dumb enough to go out and buy these new things because I have an obsession with the zeitgeist of being there when it happens. Oh yeah, I'm with you on that one. But I know for a fact I don't need. I didn't need an Xbox One S. I don't need a I, PlayStation Four Neo. I don't need them. I technically well, did get more out of the Xbox need One S. Any of these, right? So it's just we're like John said, we're chasing the best experience, and there's some merit to that. I mean. Like, I, I use this example countless times, but it bears repeating because it's true. Like, you tell me that, like, oh, Bayonetta 1 is one of my favorite games, like, you know, character action game and stuff like that, right? So and my friend's like, oh, dude, I want to play that, uh, but I only have a PS3. I'm like, mm, man, I don't, you're not going to get a very good experience, <laughs> but if that's the only way you're going to play it, then yeah, you play it. You play you're it. Not gonna have, you, you're not going to have the best experience possible, but there are certain situations where you're, the investment and the money that's required to have the best experience just isn't worth it. 
No, it's not. Especially for that one specific game. And that's what it really comes down to a lot of times. Uh, for me, I'm kind of greedy when it comes to getting the best possible situation. So that's why I you know, use my PC. I make sure my games are up to snuff. But when it comes down to platforms, I generally also tend to go to the one that performs the best. That's how, why I had the 360. That's why I had the PS3 last generation. But the thing is... It comes down to other factors too. Where are my friends playing? What controller fits better for this game? And these all these little uh, factors play into it. And when these new consoles come in, they're just gonna be another factor to consider a for everything over. involved. Yeah, start over. It's like, hey, now what's the best? Yeah, so you're gonna have to take that into consideration and think about your own situation. What is the most important to you? Do you care most about visual fidelity? And to me, visual fidelity also means frame rates. I, I don't think shiny graphics... Like, you can you can take a screenshot and say, like, wow, that game looks gorgeous. But if it runs like a slice shield, no one's going to be able to enjoy that game. No, let's try. Yeah, so I think I think they are one and the same. Uh, you know, visual fidelity and the whole frame rate thing. So if that's the most important to you, then, yeah, maybe you should buy the Scorpio. Or maybe you should, you know, buy it on PC. Because, you know, every Windows... Uh, exclusive game is apparently coming to PC and whatever Microsoft too, right? So do that, I guess. But if you want to play that Final Fantasy 15 and you want to have the 60 frames per second, maybe that's only available on the Neo. And if the only game you care about in the world is Final Fantasy 15, then you buy the Neo and you play it on that. But that's not how a lot of people are going to feel. So there's no one right answer. You just have to take into consideration your own situation and what's most important to you. Just be a well-informed consumer. That's all you can have. You know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's it's re- it's a minefield out there. Yeah, um, and really is. there is absolutely right in the fact that there is no right answer. You go where the games that interest you are performing the best, whether it be um, because of you know technically better uh, equipment or whether it's because of exclusivities and things like that. Um, if you are on a limited budget and can't always get all of the machines, you pick the one that appeals to you most and where your friends play. Because a lot of people, obviously, multiplayer and things like that uh, are a big key component and you're more likely to, to sway uh, over to the, the console that your friends are on or the platform that your friends are on. So it's it's going to be interesting. I, I am more interested in seeing how Sony market this as to to what they're marketing, because I think we all pretty much know what it is at this point. I'm interested to see how they're going to sell it to the people that have just bought PS4s and the ones that haven't yet. Or the people who don't want to spend the extra money for the power. But to go back to what you said, and something that should definitely be pointed out, whether you're playing on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, or PC, none of them, none of them run the games bad enough that you can't fucking enjoy them. (laughs) <laughs> there is not it's not like you well, can look at PlayStation 4 and say well all the games run like garbage or you can't look at the Xbox One and say all the games run like because it's just no. not true no. all three platforms run the games perfectly playable whether or not you're a stickler for frame rates or resolutions or whatever is a different story they're 100% playable on all three platforms which is why I'm not upgrading Oh, there you go. And Any one of them. That's your. That's your. Then that you're the person that Sony would need to mark to market to. Yeah. And I like John said. I'm. I'm very interested how to see how Sony's going to try to convince people they need to spend another four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. 
That's that's coming up this week, man. Finally, we got some Masters. I know. Yep. Next week's show is going to be fun. I can't wait to see this shit. I can't uh, wait. For, for, the, for the listeners' sake, why don't we tell them when the, the conference is going to be on so they can watch it? Does anybody? I know it's Wednesday, but I don't know what time. 10 a.m. Eastern? Um, it's wherever it's being held, so it would be Eastern, yes, because it's held in New York, sure. so... So okay. 10 a.m. Eastern. Eastern Wednesday. Wow, that's 7 a.m. for the West Coast, folks. That sucks. <sighs> Man, I'm finally excited to see one of these damn things. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just check that while you... I don't want to be the bear... I don't want to be blamed for having the wrong info, so I'll check. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. But yeah, Good that's... Whew, I'm excited. Uh, but that's it for the show. If you want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to send us an email, it's uh, podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, you want to follow us on the Twitter, uh, John's at John WUK, Drew is at DML Fury, and Jay is at Botterside Jay. I am at ZTGD along with all of the site goodness. Check out our YouTube videos, like, comment, subscribe, click that. Oh, we don't have any affiliate links. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's one thing I never want to do whenever I make a video. If I ever say, I've never told anyone <laughs> in my entire life to either follow me on Twitter. I've never said that. Uh, I've never told them to like any of my stuff, favorite. Those things are nothing that I've ever done in my life. And I hopefully will go the rest of my life without saying any of this. Yeah, we don't, don't follow me on Twitter. I don't, I don't say a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff. Like don't, it's not interesting. Don't, okay, so don't, don't follow Jay on Twitter. Yeah, don't don't bother. It's I not, really just say that because people always ask me, like, uh, where are these guys? I want it because they like your opinion on the show, so they want to follow you on Twitter. Don't don't follow me. Don't. <laughs> like actively don't. But I yeah, don't we never that. we never say that in the videos. We never tell you to like comments. I don't care if you watch it and you had a good time. Who cares? You'll tell somebody. I'm not too worried about it. We don't do it just for that. Uh, okay, it is 12. 12, 12 Eastern um, time? The Apple event is at um, 10. Uh, it's uh, 10 Eastern, and Sony is 12 Eastern. Okay, okay so that, will, that works out for you. Lunchtime, baby. Yeah, nice. it does, because I don't have to watch twice. I don't have to watch them both at the same time. I've never watched the Apple events, and I'll know to stay away from yeah, Twitter I'll... during the Apple event. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh man, it's going to be a shit show on Twitter. Uh, when that I happens. hate. I'll, I think the Neo is going yeah. to be worse on Twitter when it gets announced. Like Xbox is dead. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, people Probably. love jumping on the Sony bandwagon. I oh, tell you. Well, everybody loved jumping on the 360 bandwagon last year. You're all idiots. Just stop. They all jump on whichever one's popular. Yeah, whatever the big dog is, whatever one you own, that's the yeah. one you yell about, and you just need to shut up and let people play their fucking games. Who cares? Yeah, but these, these fanboys enjoy like arguing and doing stuff, right? And I, I say let them have their fun. It's just dumb, but it's, it's fun for them, so I was like, eh. Yeah. It's kind of like shit. people enjoying shit that I don't enjoy and I think are, is dumb, but I'm like, yeah, go ahead and have some fun. The only problem is when they get truly vile with their comments and things that they do, which happens quite often, actually. That's my problem, but, is the Yeah, the, the outside of that, I'm, I'm okay with the whole... I mean, if you, guys, if you guys want to pump your chest out, that's fine, but don't my, don't start ripping on other people because of your fanboyism. My, my thing is, and this is my, my two cents on it, is that I don't have an opinion. It's just like with politics. I don't have an opinion on politics, but... Being bombarded with other people's opinions gets on my last fucking nerve. 
Well, that's the what point. the internet is, Drew. I know, which is why I should probably just stay off the internet. But yeah, like that, like constantly hearing two people go back and forth, just seeing somebody make make a stupid snide comment about the Xbox or a stupid snide comment about the the PlayStation. I'm just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Nobody you know? cares. Nobody, nobody fucking cares. You're the you know, only it's one. Just, who it's cares. the same way with like, you know, somebody posting a, a picture of Donald Trump. I don't know, with a dumb face, dude. Who gives a fuck? Shut up. You know, I wish everybody wish. I cannot wait for this election to be over with. Yeah, we say that every four years. Yeah, because we're so sick of it. I thought the election was last year no. because <laughs> of how much fucking coverage they started the coverage at like yeah. the February of last year. And I'm like, okay, so it's happening this this November, right? Oh. No, it's next November. Oh, <laughs> so oh, I got a whole jo- fucking year of this shit. Well, maybe John, it's because you had a bunch of emails deleted, Drew. I don't t- know. Tell me, <laughs> tell tell them how they do elections in in Britain for like. Uh, how long like the election process takes till voting? Um, I would tell you if it weren't for the fact that I actually have no idea. Um, it's normally it it normally kicks off around about April's then done by November. So it's with, done within the year in the U.S. It starts yeah. it starts like three four years before the election even takes place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be it's fair, it probably starts the moment the moment the last one finished. But exactly. I think. It, the biggest problem this year is the fact that Trump's involved and that such has garnered so much more attention than they normally would. Um, so, I mean, all I can say is you guys are fucked. So, have fun this, with that. Yeah, yeah we're, I mean, we're so fucked. Like, anybody getting in there is any worse than anybody else. The the thing yeah, is, well, is that I have a feeling, this is me talking my politics, I have a feeling that this, this election will have the worst turnout of any election. Yeah, and the most talked because, about. Because so many people are just so sick of it. They don't even want to, they don't even care about the two people anymore. No, but they'll they'll not vote and then they'll complain about who gets elected. That's my favorite part. No. I'm like, you know, well, you could have went out and did your part. Yeah, well, <laughs> well that's, that's exactly what happened with Brexit. It's like everyone who moaned about uh, how it went, well, did you vote? Well, no. Well, there you go then. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I personally voting is a complex thing. Yeah, it's yeah I, do, I really don't care. Whatever happens, everybody. I mean, when Brexit happened, did you not see Twitter like, "Oh my God, it's the end of the world"? Guess what? World's still here. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Nothing really. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of people affected over there, and I'm sure there is some things that are trickling down. But you know what? They're still alive. They're still doing things. They're still. They're still around. They're not dead. The world still living. The world didn't sink. When that Wait, happened. hold on, Ken. Are you saying that the internet exaggerated something that happened? Uh, are you internet? saying that they overblew a situation? That's that doesn't sound very characteristic of what the internet. <laughs> the internet should just be uh, renamed Chicken Little. Okay, I'm just gonna put that I, out there. I just I don't I'm I like seriously. Everybody's got an opinion. They all fucking stink, just like fucking assholes. <laughs> so just stop sharing them. If everybody, if everybody would stop sharing their opinion, the world would be a, an amazing place. And you know I what? Fucking man. And you know what? That is my opinion. I your opinion. I, I disagree wrong, with your opinion. <laughs> my <laughs> my wrong. opinion. My opinion is everybody shut the fuck up. That sounds like a good thing. Show's yeah. over. Two hours. I think I think Drew minutes. wants to be in Mars. Be be the Martian. He just wants to live up there by himself. Maybe get some shipments of games in a couple of times a year, and then just be done with it. He'd probably yeah, be happy. He'd probably be a probably. happy guy then. Mm-hmm. 
All right, but that's it. That's the show. Like I said, if you want to tune in next week, it should be a hot, hot fire. We'll be spitting hot fire about the Neo. <laughs> if the world hasn't burnt in the meantime, all the world that and the will burn out. It'll sink. It'll sink. Uh, but that's it. Uh, nothing else. We'll get out of here. We'll see you next week. Have a fun week. Play some games. Bye. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. It's me, Mario. Zero dollars. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, program. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio layer. The Boys, oh wow. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.